Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. Great stuff from uh, Alexander Sims after a double stint. He was super quick there. Let's yeah, quickly rattle through the Michelin Endurance uh, points at three hours, which have come through provisionally. Yeah, that's right. So we're adding them up now in GTP. Uh, Wheel Engineering Cadillac, number 31 car. They led already and were leading at the three-hour three mark. So extend the lead. Uh, they've got five-point edge now over uh, Wayne Taylor Racing, the Conor Minolta Cadillac, uh, excuse me, Acura. In LMP2, the uh, CrowdStrike racing by APR number 04 car was leading to get some maximum points and will now be tied on 25 points with PR1 Matheson Motorsports in car number, 20, uh, car number 52. One point behind them would be TDS racing number 11. Back to green. With just on two hours and three minutes to go, live from Watkins Glen around the world on IMSA Radio RS2. We are back to green flag racing and it's a pretty decent jump away by Jack Aiken who's behind the wheel of the wheel and Cadillac at the front of the field. Colin Brown and Nick Tandy in pursuit. Now there's a trio and add Nick Yellowly to that. They are separated by under two seconds across the line. Although all of a sudden, after a good start, Jack Aiken, little bit of a tiptoe through the inner loop and he has got Colin Brown right up his tailpipes as they head down to what has been one of the problem areas, turn six. It's not normally an action area, it's been a problem area. The NTE Lamborghini's been off there twice this weekend and the most recent one has ended its race. Here comes Nick Tandy in third, top three, now within about a second. Still trying to switch on the tyres after the restart. Heel of the boot, turn eight. Jack Aitken nowhere near the apex there. So he's still clearly slightly struggling to get those Michelin tyres up to temperature and pressure. Interesting to hear that the BMW wasn't struggling as much as everyone else. Uh, uh, Excuse me, the Cadillac Cadillac, uh, wasn't struggling as much as everybody else. So there's the first lap of green since the restart. And Timon van der Helm just going through. He's the first car off the lead lap and just one lap off the lead. So still an opportunity for that JDC Miller Motorsport Porsche 963 to be there or thereabouts. Yeah, in LMP2, a change for second position. Christian Rasmussen gets ahead of Alex Quinn. So that's number 18 car ahead of number 52. Both of them now behind Ben Hanley, who's taken over from Nolan Siegel, who drove a really good stint in that crowd strike by APR, car number 04, that leads in LMP2. In LMP3, it's Nick Overon, who uh, had made his pit stop uh, shortly before that caution period. He now retakes the lead in car number 17, followed now by Garrett Grist in the Junior 3 race in car number 30. It's been a good run for them, uh, ahead of the Riley Motorsport car number 74 that won this race last couple of years, I think. M- made a habit out of, uh, out of winning. But also on the lead lap, 
in LMP3, number 13, 36, and a number four car with Trenton Estep at the wheel of the RV Motorsports entry. GCD, uh, it's the number 16 car, made a, an extraordinary jump during that round of pit stops, came from not, not nowhere necessarily, but certainly at, uh, about six, sixth position out of all the GTD cars to run second. It's just been overtaken by number 12, uh, Lexus Parker Thompson. So we've got Lexus uh, at the head of that GTD train. Ben Barnicken in the pro car leads from Parker Thompson, then Jan Halen, also in GTD, then Patrick Gallagher, Turner Motorsports in the BMW. Couple of penalties. Uh, we, I think, well, let, let's do the pass under yellow first because that's the easy one. Uh, this, uh, uh, that's pretty much cut and dried for JDC Miller at their LMP3 car has been pinged for a pass under yellow. That will be a drive through. And however, something a little bit more serious for Performance Tech Motorsport. Uh, and that was the car that started the incident with the two Lamborghinis and with the 0-1 Cadillac that ultimately led to our less full, car, uh, full course caution. That will be a drive-through for that car. It did drive away, so it'll be a drive-through. However, additional penalties post-race. I suspect points on licence or yeah. potentially a probationary period there. I'm not prejudging that. I'm just trailing ahead. We've seen IMSA uh, at the last race, in fact, uh, at Detroit for Mission Pilot Challenge, put Robert McGuinness under probation, effectively after he made a mistake and ended somebody's race. Could have been even worse than it was, to be honest, as could what we saw there uh, with the performance tech car taking out the two Lamborghinis. Yeah, you're right. Four-race probation for Robert Guinness. In actual fact, it wasn't so much for causing the incident, it was uh, for yes. compounding the problem by driving away from the incident and spewing fluids all the way around the rest of the racetrack to ruin, kind of ruin the race for everybody. Uh, we had to spend about 25 minutes on the yellow cleaning up the mess he made. I think this one will be for the uh, yeah, accident, yes. however. Side by side, two yellow cars, 96 BMW, three Corvette. They're not battling together, they're in different classes because the Corvette is having a go at the uh, turn of BMW ahead of it. Meantime, the turn of BMW behind it is fighting a, a rear guard action at the moment. Antonio Garcia, it was in the Corvette. And the Aston, sorry, ahead of it was the Alex Ribera's car. And they're separated by half a second at the line of the third place cars, Daniel Huncadea for WeatherTech Racing. So that's your top three in pro fighting the way through the GTD fields. Yeah, all sorts of battles here. A new best lap of the race, not the fastest lap of the race, a best lap of the race for Jack Aitken in the number 31 car that leads this race. Also a, a best lap of the race for Ben Handley, who leads in LMP2. And a best lap also for, not both the Lexus, the Lexus of Parker Thompson, car number 12, who's running right behind his teammate, who's in the GTD Pro category, that's number 14, Ben Barnicket and the 16 Wright Motorsports Porsche, who is two seconds back uh, from that car. Jan Halen also putting that car's fastest lap of the race in. 
new yeah. fastest LMP2 lap for Nicholas Nielsen for AF Corsa. That car in at fourth position in class and off the lead lap at the moment. Ah, everybody's going quicker now. Nico Varone from AWA and the Duquesne leading P3 car. A 141.003. Everybody's finding yeah. a bit of space. These are the opening laps before the traffic begins to slow you down. Also, the track probably in as good a state as it has been. Uh, we had some overnight rain in the early part, but it stayed dry last night, crucially. So we did get some rubber laid down yesterday evening with the Michelin Pilot race, and then all through today, uh, it has stayed dry. So the track will just be developing and improving all the way through. The track temperature now a toasty 44 Celsius, that's 111 Fahrenheit, but still pleasant in the air, 26 Celsius. If you are just joining us, maybe just coming in from a Sunday at uh, quarter to eight in the UK, quarter to nine in Europe, and here on the East Coast at quarter to three in the afternoon. Iron Links out, the Andrea Calderelli driven Lamborghini taken out along with the NTE Sport uh, car of... Uh, Rob Ferriol, another Lamborghini. That was the last big incident we had caused by the Performance Tech car taking them out. Felipe Nazar and Porsche Penske Motorsports 963. Number six out with a problem with the hybrid, high-class racing, accident damage and, and more problems. They're out as well as Rick Ware Racing and Winwood Racing who boiled their car. A little bit of close quarters action in the pro categories yeah. and through goes the 79. Yeah, I mean, bumped the 62 Ferrari out of the Bump way of David Regon. He won't be very happy with that one going into the bus stop. Gives him a little bit of a nudge, pushes him off the road and goes on through. Hmm. So that, that was in the memory bank. Fourth and fifth position, that's uh, Jeremy. And they've got the Patrick, Turn, uh, the Patrick Gallagher driven Turner Motorsport car uh, in that little fight as well. Just a little bit further uh, up the road from them, about two seconds. That's who they're trying to chase down for class position, Ben Barnicott's way up the road from them, uh, they're slowing each other down because there's GTDs uh, in there, Parker Thompson just uh, 1.4 seconds away from his teammate, the two Vassar Sullivan Lexus RCF GT3s, 14 the pro car from 12 they are the two leading GTs if you were to look at them in that respect as one class, big clump of cars uh, heading over to the far side of the circuit with the Oh, wow, Brian Sellers has just gone by A.O. and the Iron Dames in the Paul Miller Racing BMW. That's a nice opportunist manoeuvre. Now the leaders are in traffic. Our Porsche keys yeah. to the race. Traffic, track limits. Haven't seen track limits, he says. Looking for something to knock on wood. Strategy and tyres. Please. Oh, big penalty, Jeremy. Big penalty, waived by procedures, have to be done properly in the JDC Miller Duquesne. The Le Mans prototype didn't do it properly. They'll have to stop and read a book. Might as well get the papers in. Do a soft-boiled egg. They'll be standing still for three minutes and yeah. 20 seconds. Ouch. Yeah, it's Rasmus Lind who's driving number 85 car. He's uh, a lap down to the leaders in... LMP3, 
uh, and unfortunately he should have been two laps down. He'll probably now be three laps down after this lengthy penalty. Yeah. Should we run through the rest of the uh, oh, MEC uh, points? Yes, if well, you would. Well, we don't really have a spare moment, do we? No. We did LMP2. Yeah. In LMP3, it's uh, it, out front at the uh, three-hour mark was number 74, Riley Motorsports car, no surprise there. So they get maximum points. The Sean Creech Motorsports entry, number 33, Led coming in here, still does, has 26 points, with uh, Riley Motorsports 74 on 25, also the AWA number 17, also on 25. The GCD Pro, uh, it was the number, the Iron Lynx number 63 was out front at the halfway mark. They're, they're not in the points chase. Uh, they've done all races, but they're not, in the, they're not close to the points. The, the WeatherTech Racing's number 79 car, uh, is leads by four points still over the Corvettes Racing zero number three, so 31 to 27 there. They're well clear of everybody else. In GTD, Turner Motorsports BMW got maximum points. They're on 21 points now, tied with Magnus Magnus Racing's number 44 Aston and Paul Miller Racing's number one BMW. They're on 21 points, but ahead of them still. Our team caught off Motorsports in number 32, Mercedes, who was second at the halfway point. So now on 26 and 27 for car number 27, the harder racing team, Aston Martin. So they still lead going into, well, at this stage in the season. Uh, and Harter Racing should have had all of those points, Jeremy. Remember, they came in uh, a lap early, earlier than they really uh, needed to or should have done. Yeah, it was, the, it was a non-pro car, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so they uh, would have extended their lead instead. Correct. That that lead has been trimmed from three points to one. That was Jeremy Short. Shea Adam is in the pit lane. We're down well under two hours now. One hour, 50 minute and 22, 21, 20 to go. At IMSA Radio, if you'd like to get in touch with us, live, free, no blocks, and outside the US as well. Outside the US on audio, that is. No brakes. If you are here in the US and are moving around, XM202 is where you'll find us. Still leading zero track limits uh, reported in the race. Uh, we have had that stop plus 23 minutes 20 that we've just had. The number 85, uh, Lee Triggers informs me, is the 39th penalty so far. Eight of those have been for mechanical black flags. Thank you, Lee. Yeah, great. And 26 of those 39th came in the first 19 minutes, the first hour and a half uh, of the race. Did seem as though I couldn't keep up with what was flashing up in orange uh, on the screen. So Ricky Taylor now behind the wheel of the number 10. They haven't had the greatest of days, but they'll keep fighting. Still in seventh position, of course, in GTP. And it doesn't matter how many laps are down, they'll still be in seventh, seventh position. Uh, they're actually only 1.2 seconds behind the Cadillac of Sebastian Bordet, who's back behind the wheel of the 0-1. So there is a battle going on there. Two laps off the lead, Jeremy, for, 
fifth and sixth. Yep, yes indeed. And uh, uh, sixth also, and seventh, sorry. We just me. had the, the two Nicks exchanging places. Nick Yellowly finding a way past Nick Tandy. So the BMW car number 25 up into third position now, ahead of the number six car that's led for the majority of this race thus far. That's interesting. Yes, it is. That's so very it's interesting. Really, I mean, a Cadillac, an Acura, a BMW, and a Porsche all on the lead lap. And uh, there clearly doesn't seem to be much to choose between them. Looking at the, each car's fastest laps of the race, look it down in order 33.7, 33.6, 33.5, 33 33.7. So uh, they've all got it at pretty much equal pace. And uh, as we heard just right after the restart, uh, the race leader, Jack Aitken, turned his car's best lap of the race. 33.71 the following lap by the way was a 133.74 so uh, good consistent fast pace from jack aitken really good run for him a lot of people tuned in in europe asking about the experience here it's outstanding this area of the world is beautiful finger lakes and they love their racing and they understand it here and they'll welcome visitors with open arms it's a big tourist spot for the rest of the year as well Plenty of places for, I would think, for every pocket. And some great lakeside uh, places to stay as well as the hotels. Huge battle in GT. Turner, BMW. Two of them now, side by side. They've just mugged the Ferrari, the 62 car. That was a nice uh, run. Here's the Macintosh car coming through. That's the Pro car going past the Am car. Tower Motorsports prototype, the orange and black car coming around the outside of the final corner. Gradient in there as well. Catherine Lake, by the way, up to fifth position now yeah. in the Gradient car. I haven't dared mention them today. This They had a horrible, horrible start to the weekend with a misfire. They had to replace the injector rail and they were really behind the eight ball. Sheena Monk did a very good job in her first in. She started 16th, got up to eight. Uh, Catherine Legg has continued the move forward, yeah. and they've just quietly gone about their business. We've not seen their numbers on the penalty. We've not had to talk about any issues, and they're doing their job. So I'm, I'm going to leave it at that right now for the GG Wentworth car. Yes, back on the pit <laughs> lane, the number seven oh, Porsche that okay. had the hybrid problem earlier on it'll come back to its pit and then presumably top off with fuel before it goes back out again shay adam is watching yep uh they're not going to do tires on this car i'd assume that whatever tires they put on it back in the garage were the ones that they wanted to take out onto the racetrack and just topping it off with fuel and energy and then it's felipe nasser behind the wheel now it was felipe i think who, who brought it to a standstill uh, when they had the problem uh, of that car so just a confirmation by the way iron links and nte sport uh, those two lamborghinis involved in the last incident are officially retired i think we sort of guessed that but it has just come up on the screen so if you're watching along with the uh, results uh, at imza then you will have seen that as well uh the nick yellowly having got past nick tandy just set that car's fastest lap of the race uh, a 133.342 on the previous lap. This next lap was a 33.5, so Nick Yellow is absolutely flying at the moment. I wonder if he's on the softer tyre. Um, I keep wonder. an eye on that, see how that uh, develops. But we could ask Shane to ask, I'm not sure they'll tell us. No, they probably will. Well, yeah, they might do, yeah. There's no point in not doing. Um, 
It's not hiding from anybody else. It's on uh, the card now anyway. Gonna give us, yeah, Ips is going to give us that information, ultimately, we hope, in any case. That's right. Um, yeah. The other thing, that, that massive long trade of cars in GTD uh, with, uh, with uh, Ka Ka Catherine Legg and Patrick Gallagher, Patrick Liddy and Michael, Michael Grenier and... It's, it goes on and on. I mean, it's about there's a dozen cars, aren't they? Pretty much nose to tail. Fabulous. It's like the start of the race all over it again, really isn't is. it? it? Yeah. Really is. uh, Nico Farrone, ah. another fastest lap of the race uh, in LMP3 as Nicholas Nielsen pits for AF Corsa. So Farrone and AWA, the 17 car, now 5.8 seconds ahead of the field. Yeah, and there's been a change in LP2 a lap or two ago. Also, Christian Rasmussen has found a way past Ben Hanley. Uh, so it's number 18 car now that leads for ERA Motorsport. Ben Hanley in second place. Alex Quinn's about four seconds back in third in car number 52. And then a uh, little bit of a gap back to Josh Pearson in the number 35 TDS car. The light blue right Porsche working its way back towards the start and finish line that's Jan Halen second place for right motorsports they've again stealthed their way up in the ranks by far the best placed Porsche Jan doing a great job in that uh, number 16 car that light blue black and white machine just goes under our feet now down towards the first corner in behind it is Alex Riberas for Heart of Racing team Aston Martin works uh, Aston Martin Vantage GT3, but that, of course, is a GTD Pro car. They are about nine seconds behind Parker Thompson, who is three quarters of a second behind Ben Barnicut. Those are the two leaders in the two separate GT classes, GTD yeah. classes. However, at this stage of the game, I'm pretty certain that it'll be pro drivers to the end, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. oh, so, yeah. effectively, these cars, yes, there's GTD Pro uh, in the with the red numbers, the red number squares, and GTD um, with the green, but effectively they are the same class right now in terms of performance potential, BOP, etc. Yeah, indeed, so absolutely right. And the, the Lexus is like we mentioned this early on. The Lexus has got a, a slight break in the balance from performance coming into this weekend. I say slight, they've got a slightly larger restrictor by one millimeter, which is supposedly given them uh, 6.3 kilowatts, which I think is about eight or nine horsepower and uh, they're using that to its fullest effect the Lamborghinis and the Ferraris also had a, 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 a BOP break coming into this race with uh, the loss of some weight 30 kilograms of Ferrari 20 for the Lamborghini uh, and uh, and they were running strong too the, the, the 63 Lamborghini through the first half of the race before being taken out at turn uh, six that was the car that was taking the race to the Vassar Sullivan Lexus team. Just really good string of laps here from uh, the leaders. Jack Aitken, 34-8 again last time round. The pace is certainly a good bit quicker than it was, let's say, in the last hour. Just had the 0-1 Cadillac in for a stop and hold penalty. Now, I've got a feeling, uh, in fact, it's still there. Look down to my left. Got feeling that is the uh, the penalty that we had earlier on for that car um, that they just haven't been able to get it served uh, with uh, all of the yellows etc. So we'll just check. She'll just check that with our pit lid officials and uh, find out what that one was for. It was a it's a lengthy hold 
for Sebastian Bourdais, who's just left the pit lane. I reckon that might have been a 30-second or more held down there. And uh, we'll give you the reason. I Unfortunately... Oh, hang on a minute. I'll try the other screen. Ah, Shea's beaten me to it. I was going to scroll down the screen, and Shea's just done the sensible thing and asked a friendly pit lane official. Our birthday boy, Johnny Knotts. The, uh, oh, happy birthday, Johnny. Yeah, happy birthday, Johnny. I don't think he can hear us right now, because uh, it's hard to hear out here. But uh, the problem was that the 01 came down, took emergency service, and 6.4 seconds worth of fuel, as measured by IMSA on IMSA's telemetry, the 01 argued it because it's close, but the max you're allowed to take is five seconds. So that's why they had to come down and sit in the penalty box for 60 seconds. Oh, 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank you, shit. Well, it's been a day for them, hasn't it, uh, Sebastian Bordet, Cadillac Racing, Rainer van der Zander. They've been in all kinds of issues out there. Also birthdays today for Pietro Fittipaldi, who's one of the drivers in the number 51 car. That's unfortunately had uh, problems very early on. And Roberto Lacourt's got a birthday today as well. He's driving the uh, Chetelar Ferrari. They're still in the mix in that big, big, long train of cars. They're running sort of, they're running at the moment in the 17th position, but still on the same lap as everybody else. We've... Uh got about an hour and 40 so a hundred minutes to go our uh, Porsche keys to the race traffic tires track limits and strategy and strategy of course means BDO as far as we're concerned the BDO no strategy award will be uh, nominated by us before the end of the race and we have trophies for the BDO no strategy and the one from uh, Sebring that went to Paul Miller was delivered the other day, and I've spoken to the guys. They're very happy about it. Very nicely designed. Mechanical black flags again, and these are, these are significant cars, Jeremy, again. Both of the harder racing, uh, harder racing team, Aston Martins, both of them, 23 and 27, currently running uh, Alex Ribeiras in number 23 GTD Pro cars, running in the second position in the class. And Marco Sorensen's driving number 27 car at the moment, uh, third position in the class in GTD. Just after 3 o'clock here at Watkins Glen. That's just after 8 in the evening in the UK. Look, the James O'Donnell who's moved into the garden for an evening barbecue. Been a nice weekend, apparently, back in the UK and Europe. Uh, hello to Burke Kevlethian. Uh, Bart, sorry. Uh, enjoying the programming as well xm202 here in north america around the world on rs2 part of the radio show limited network of channels and of course live in sound and vision via imsa.tv and on Viaplay uk Viaplay extra this weekend right the way through to the end of the race the battle for the lead yeah. heading to the top of the hill at turn four between jack aitken yeah. and colin brown yeah. with Nick Yellily, just another two seconds behind that, and uh, the Porsche of Nick Tandy just pulling out a line, another second and a half there, through the inner loop, added in the mid-1990s to slow cars down. Doesn't seem to be slowing them down that much nowadays with the Michelin tyres, the downforce, and these extremely sophisticated racing cars. They might be a little bit longer and a bit heavier, but my goodness, they go quickly. When you are trackside, it is absolutely extraordinary. Top three are together in the yeah. 
in the uh, toe of the boot now, Jeremy, yeah. and with a bit of clear track ahead, who are they going to hit next? Oh, actually, they're going to hit the battle at the front of the GTD field. Uh, Parker Thompson and Ben Barnicott, the two uh, Vassar Sullivan Lexus, are right ahead of them. Yeah, and, and Nick Tandy's not far back. Uh, he's only another oh, second 1.3 seconds, so. yeah. yeah, yeah. As, as they came across the line, it was, yeah. But, uh, wow, this is this battle is really heating up at the front of the field. Fassett, ooh, a little bit unlucky there for Nick Yellowley. Uh, got caught up behind uh, Parker Thompson going through turn 10. That cost him a little bit of time. But, look, uh, it's, it's ebbs and flows, isn't it, in traffic? What do we say, Jeremy? Traffic yeah. giveth and traffic taketh away. And it is ever thus. No difference here. Yes, we've had some retirements, but still getting on for 50 cars circulating out there. And... Still neither, not, still neither of the Aston Martins from Heart of Racing have come in. They have, I think it's four times past the start-finish line before they can come in. Uh, this will, remember, this is tyre requirements, mechanical black flag. Jason Anzalon saying earlier on that was uh, all about minimum tyre pressures. Man from Michelin Motorsports. Leaders now heading to the far side of the circuit. LMP2 by LMP3, by the way. Nico Veron made a pit stop a, a few couple of laps ago, gave up the lead then for AWA. Uh, Wayne Boyd now driving the number 17 car, likely will stay in for the remainder of the race with an hour and a half to go. Another, they'll need another pit stop. So that hands the lead to Garrett Grist in the uh, junior three racing entry that uh, by well nothing basically over Felipe Fraga number 74 car Matt Bell another eight seconds back in third place let's go down to Shea Adam standard green flag pit stops coming through who was the last one past you Shea? this is the number 61 a of course Ferrari running in the GTE pro category fuel only I haven't seen a fuel only stop for a GT car in a very long time John Okay, interesting. So with an hour and 34 minutes to go, they'll still need one more stop. So I wonder if this, I wonder if they've left the tyres on because they're going to do half a stint and then come in and do their full last stint. Uh, oh, it's gone behind the wall I'm hearing now. This is the number 61 Ferrari from AF Corsa. What a day it's been for attrition. That was Ulysses de Pau, who has taken that car behind the wall. Now we have one of the Astons coming in to... It's Marco Sorensen and Harder Racing 27 for its mechanical black flag. I suspect they won't want to bring both of those cars in together um, so that they can service them, because they do have to change the tyres, remember, for this mechanical black flag for tyre requirements so i expect the 23 to come in next time around confirmation from race control on the screens that 61's gone behind the wall leaders still uh, battling at the front top four still together coming through to turn 10 look across to my right and the sunshine high cloud white fluffy cotton wool clouds picture perfect day here at Watkins Glen International as the leaders stream across the line, pretty much equidistant, first to second, second to third, third to fourth. Chetelar Ferrari, the blue and green car, just ahead of the leader. 
Well, it's the number 17, the green and black AWA car that's in front of the second place car for a moment because Colin Brown dealt with that very quickly and has a little speck on the horizon and that is eight tenths of a second up the road is Jack Aiken. Aiken, who will be desperate to make up for hitting the wall at Le Mans a couple of weekends ago. And he's lost none of his paces, Jack. He was a little bit slower through the traffic that time around, but you've always got to be a bit careful as the leader. Coming down to an hour and a half to go. Here comes the second heart of racing, Aston Martin. That will be a change of tyres as well. They'll put fuel in that. That won't get them to the end. Alex Riberas bringing that car in. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they can do about an hour, the uh, GTD cars. Well, they, they had no choice but to come yeah, in now of because of that black flag yeah. for the tyre requirements. Interested, I will be very interested to hear the chatter after this race yes. from the teams. But it's not every team. Um, so some, obviously some of them are getting it right. It's to be spread around, doesn't it, which is curious. Well, that's about, that's 10 mechanical black flags I think we've had now. Yeah, we had a, we had a raft because we had four of them all at the same time. Right, there's uh, Nick Tandy just getting held up, coming through turn uh, number nine behind a couple of different cars. Yeah, well, it's Garrett Grist who's oh, leading the sorry. LMP3 uh, field, just ahead of uh, of uh, Felipe Fraga. Uh, in fact, who could, Fraga rounds it out, so what a great move that was. They were both bottled up behind the number 16 Porsche, uh, Porsche of Jan Halen, and Felipe Fraga, that was a brilliant move around the outside. Wow. It wasn't uh, Tandy, it was the delayed number seven Porsche, uh, which uh, was coming through there. Flick to the left-hand side, and thank you very much. We'll do the old two-for-one. Buy one, get one free. Round turn at number 11. It's really steeply banked, turn 11, if you yeah. haven't walked to the inside here. When I was coming back from a late-ish breakfast after morning warm-up this morning, once again, the Bear community was fantastic down at Apex. Thank you, everybody there, for looking after us this weekend. The cars were just coming round to the grid, and there was quite a lot of people standing there as I walked up towards the bridge, and I sort of looked to the left. And it was only then that I realised I wasn't looking at a wall. I was actually looking at the track. It is really highly banked through there. Leader, fastest lap of the race, last time around. Jack Aitken being asked to put the hammer down and responding. Pulls out now 2.1 seconds between himself and Colin Brown in second for the Acura ARX 06. Number 60, then Nick Yellowly. 1.4 seconds, 1.2 from there back to Nick Tandy. Top four on the lead lap. What about JDC Miller wow. Motorsports? Kept their nose clean so far. Yes, they're a lap off the lead. They've got one lap back. There were two laps down. Fifth position for them. Yeah. And Timon van der Helm giving a couple of stints here in the middle of the race and he's doing a cracking job. 
That's seriously impressive by these two. His last lap, by the way, was at 134.7, which huh. is only, which is less than, well, it's just over a tenth of a second away from that car's best lap of the race. So the young Dutchman really get into grips with that car again. No testing. Uh, it's a pretty remarkable effort. Some close action there. The, uh, the Cadillac number zero one was trying to go around the number 17 LMP3 car of Wayne Boyd. And he had to check up and I think that was the number 10 car that swept on past. Hello to GT Cork, who is now watching on Viaplay Extra. Good to know that you're tuned in all the way to the end of the race, the next one hour, 28 minutes and 20 seconds. Viaplay supporting uh, IMSA in the UK and throughout Europe. In the UK, it is on Viaplay Extra, which is a free-to-air channel. Right, pit stops. Third and fourth in together. The two Nicks have pulled off, and Tandy has pulled right up to the back of the BMW before it peels off. Shea Adam is watching the GTP stops. Driver change. I really hope Connor Felipe took the frilly towel off his head before putting the helmet on. His Nick Galloway gets out of the car, looks up toward the sky like... Okay, now I can breathe. And that is exactly what he has earned. We are doing fuel and four tires for the BMW. Fuel and four tires for the Porsche as well. But John, I couldn't see if there was a driver change there. It's about that time to put Matthew Jamine back into the end of this one. Or do you keep him fresh for just a little bit longer? And that's certainly earlier than I would have anticipated. Now and a half to go. They can do about 55 minutes on fuel they were only in not that long ago they last in uh, green so 2.25 to go oh, maybe there was Connor de Felipe stayed uh, got in the BMW Nick Tandy stayed in the Porsche so just over half an hour ago for both of those cars yeah curious well what are they doing they're splitting it in two to the end one more stop after this? Yeah, I, I guess I think you're probably right and, and probably using the softer tyres. The softer tyres, yeah. Shea might be able to go and ask if they've, they're chancing the softer tyres. 43. Tell you what, that's 43 Celsius on the track. Maybe that's one more double stint or just under a double stint. 27 in the air, 43 on the track. Celsius, that's 109 on the track. And 81 Fahrenheit. Turner BMW in and out, Shay. That's the number 96 Turner Taco Machine. This one is getting fuel, tires, and a driver change as Robbie Foley is back in this car to the end of the race. Robbie Foley has won this race with Turner Motorsports before, and Turner has got the job done three times before, as mentioned, uh, twice coming in the GT3 era of things, just waiting on the fuel. Perfect stop by Turner's boys and girls. Tell you what, they've had a pretty good weekend so far. Can they make it a Turner perfect weekend? Ah, that would be a huge party. Huge party, wouldn't yeah. it, this Empty evening? yesterday. Just uh, on the question earlier on, by the way, about software uh, for the GTP teams and manufacturers, uh, and it was asked, the question was asked whether individual teams could tweak the software yes they can is the answer that I've now had uh, I'm going to check it up um, and make sure that I'm not dropping anybody in it by saying that um, so I'll say no more but it is 
our understanding here at Ibsen Radio and Radio Show Limited RSL that that is available and I'm, I'm, I'm for obvious reasons not going to say how and why but I told you I knew who to ask and I didn't have to have to ask the answer has come through um, by other means as we've been seeing a lot this weekend not setting grid by other means getting information by other means thank you uh, for that Say again, by hook or crook. Yeah, but indeed, yes, indeed. So the the age of the software engineer in GTP is uh, is very much here for uh, tweaking that control software for hybrid and ICE control and integration. So we've had all. F- oh, we haven't had a BMW still. We've had three of the four manufacturers in GTP lead this race. Uh, at the moment, it's Cadillac by a second. Colin Brown just closing in a tad on Jack Aiken. Jack had a little sprint away, but now he's caught some traffic and he's lost a couple of tenths here and a couple of tenths there. He got it up over two seconds, now down to exactly one. Waiting for Conor Felipe to De Felipe to come across the line. Uh, with Nick Tandy now 3.2 seconds behind. Top four on the lead lap. Best of the rest, JDC Miller Motorsports. John Churchill take that. Fifth place for Timon van der Helm. Two laps off the lead for Ricky Taylor and the Cunningham and Alta Acura number 10. Not been their day. Not been Cadillac 0-1, the gold-fronted car day either. Also two laps. Make that three laps down down. Second and third positions. Second, third and fourth in LMP2 all into the pits. Ben Hanley, Alex Quinn and Josh Pearson. Car numbers 0, 4, 52 and 35. Uh, Christian, Christian Rasmussen, who had uh, gained the lead from Hanley uh, about a dozen laps ago, still out front. He has not yet made his next scheduled stop in the Era Motorsport car number 18. Coming up towards turn 10 now. The, uh, wouldn't it surprise me to see that car coming in to the pits. And they will need round 22 remaining. Yeah, they can just about get to the end. Yeah, here he comes now. They can probably get to the end with just one more pit stop from here. Into the pit lane for the number 18 era. Blue, super looking car. That's into the pit lane. Christian Rasmussen, sort of the top four from LMP2 in. We're keeping an eye on Garrett Grist and the Junior 3 Racing Decade, uh, excuse me, uh, Ligier in second place. Number 30, this is, of LMP2. Keen-eyed viewer, Epic, has uh, spotted a right-side dive plane broken. Keep an eye on that. Really slowing him down, to be honest. Uh, 143.3 last time around was barely a tenth of a second slower than the leader. Shea Adam is down at Porsche, uh, the... Number six Porsche and the number 25 BMW came in with uh, pretty much 90 minutes to go and we were speculating on what tyres they might have slapped on for the last two stints, yeah? I asked the question and thank you so much to all of the hardworking people with Porsche Penske Motorsports because it took about seven of them to get an answer. They just put mediums on the car. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, last couple of laps, he dropped back a bit from... Uh, uh, Colin D. Filippi in number 25 BMW. Fancy them, they might be on soft. We, we, Nick told us 
earlier on, didn't they? They were planning to use softs towards the end of the race. So maybe just bringing those in a little bit carefully. There's a, effectively a medium and a harder tyre here. Yeah. Um, and so nobody was sure. They didn't really have time to try the um, SLTs. SLTs and MLTs is, uh, is what they had this weekend. And uh, 80 minutes to go now. And here we go into the business end of things with one, potentially one more pit stop only then to go for those two cars that have stopped. This is the strategy side of things, Jeremy, that we talked about in our Porsche keys to the race and we'll be looking for to BDO no strategy. Third and fourth position with presumably, you know, nothing to lose. They're half a minute away from the leaders and they're thinking to themselves we might as well try something different let's split the race up into two slightly smaller chunks and maybe that means we spend less time on pit lane and you know well i mean i think if everybody's gonna need no i think the um yeah the 25 number 25 number six car i've got one more stop to make yeah the number 31 number 60 have two 31 coming in next time around i'm going to be in very very soon yeah. yeah and the 60 car has been going doing longer since uh, in the past so we, we had this you know we, we've had this here before where we've been building up to a really interesting yeah. last 90 minutes or thereabouts two sort of stints uh, and it's not always played out. We've had yellow flags or we've had bad weather or whatever, and it hasn't always played out. But at the moment, uh, Conor de Filippi is pushing on. So is Nick Tandy. They are not out of it. Here comes Jack Aitken, the penultimate stop. One more to go for the 31-wheel and red-fronted Cadillac. He's rolling down the pit lane. Shay Adam is standing by to watch what their strategy is. Will this put them in the fight, keep them in the fight for the, the victory and for the BDO No Strategy Award? With Ian Watt on their pit box, absolutely it will keep them in the fight and very much put them at the front of our BDO No Strategy because that's just kind of what happens when Ian Watt is in charge. All right, they have already changed the left front and the right rear Michelin tires. Now they're doing the right front and the left rear Michelin tires. And oh, by the way, they've installed their secret weapon behind the wheel. That would be one Mr. Pippo Durrani, who spent quite a bit of time this weekend back in the motorhome with the doggy Vader, who's been keeping him company. So I think he has been learning how to channel the dark side of the force. I was dog. about to say, did you say Vader? He's got a dog called Vader. He was spending time with a dog called Vader. I don't know if it's his dog. But uh, I did see that Vader very much liked him and was using him as a bit of a pillow. Uh, so that's great. I mean, what better way to prepare to get into a race car than to spend some time with your four-legged friends? Um, but that is Bipa Durrani out and gone already that fast. That's one more stop for the 31 Whalen Engineering. Go and ask them the same question. Have they put the harder or the softer of the two compounds on, the hotter or the cooler of the two soft of the two compounds on? The, uh, the boot is in shadow at the moment with the passing cloud. The rest of the track pretty much uh, in bright sunshine. 
that will make a huge difference to the track temperature 45 uh, where the official measurement is air temperature is 27 that's 81 in the air and 113 in on the track here comes the number 60 so they're scored as the leader now will the bmw team rll car come around and get back to second place that's the question we'll watch where they are on the track Shea Adam watches the Acura pit stop. Colin Brown is out of the number 60 MSR Acura. There are fuel going, there is fuel going into the race. There is energy being replenished. There's a windshield tear off for Tom Blomfest. They do spoil that young man. And they have done four fresh Michelins. Now I'm gonna have to ask the question of them as well, whether those were the medium compound tires, but that's exactly what they did for people to run. Smoke out of the right front brake disc. That's how hard Colin Brown has been working. Let's see where the BMW is. There he is, and there goes Colin, but the lead has changed. Lead has changed as Conor De Filippi goes through. He's a, I think he's ahead of people Durrani, he is, and I think he's ahead of Tom Blancvis, BMW, the fourth manufacturer of four to lead. That was the early pit stop they've done what is called in other forms of racing, they've done the undercut. Yeah. They've, what they've done is they've changed the, the pit strategy and they've got the advantage. Oh, side by side with the Porsche as well, with people Durrani and Nick Tandy going into the bus stop. Here's Tandy down the inside. This is a battle for position. Tandy with tyres up to temp and pressure and people Durrani, um, not quite probably, so this is a real opportunity for Tandy to get back onto a podium position. He came in at the same time as Tom Blomqvist, left just behind him, and he's found Conor De Filippi and people Durrani in between them. Brilliant strategy from BMW. Porsche tried the same thing. They are definitely closer now. The top four separated by nothing at all as they go through traffic. And what we've seen happen there is Team RLL, they've pulled the pin early, got in their car, put on a new set of tyres and taking the performance advantage for what was it, five or six laps, Jeremy, yep. that they had out there, and that was enough to overtake the cars when they pitted, often called the undercut. Doesn't really explain what was going on, but that's what they've done. Use the extra performance of the tyres now rather than saving it for later. It will mean that there is still one stop each for all of those cars, but they've now got track position. Brilliant, they absolutely do. brilliant. They do, uh, and you, uh, and uh, but at the next round of pit stops, they're probably going to need a little bit, little bit more fuel than the other guys. So, you know, can and Philippe stretch this lead? 8.2 seconds it was that time around. So, this has been uh, really strong from uh, from Connor, and uh, you know that battle for second, th second and third there together. Tom Blomqvist is the kind of loser there. He comes out a long, long way behind in fourth position. So we are into the final laps of the race. One hour and 13 minutes. This has been an absolutely outstanding race. Nick Tandy has nipped through on the 31 of people Durrani. Has he? Yes. Sorry, I was untangling the cord on my headphones. I turned the wrong way twice and nearly managed to strangle myself. Uh, uh, uh. So I, I had to spin, spin back the other way. So Tandy onto the podium now for Porsche. BMW, Cadillac, Porsche, Acura. 
Timon van der Helm in from fifth position in the number five, a lap off the lead for JDC Miller in the private Porsche. Ricky Taylor, Cunningham and all that Acura in sixth, also into the pits. They'll have one more stop to go. They could go a long way into this race and do a little splash and dash at the end. What I suggest will happen now, it will be all down to BMW and when they decide to pit for the last time. Once yeah. they pit, they'll set everybody else off in motion. Uh, Nick Tandy, I said, was going for third. It was for second, of course, and it's now uh, BMW, Porsche, Cadillac, Acura, and Colin Brown is talking to Shea Adam, or at least he will be when she asks him this question. Lamar winner, Colin Brown. That sounds really good next to your name. Race is going well so far. You guys always thrive in the endurance races. Do you think that the heat is actually helping your Acura? Yeah, I think maybe a little bit. Um, you know, it seemed like it was pretty good this morning, and then, you know, it's been strong all day, I think. Um, a lot of different strategies in play, I think, now to sort of get to the end of the race. So we'll see um, what happens. But obviously, these Marshain guys are super good on the strategy side. And, you know, we've got a fast car um, just kind of managing our strategy and trying to stick to our own race and not get sucked into racing everybody else, which um, which is always a tough deal in these things. And, and the traffic's been crazy, so a lot to be gained and lost in the traffic. Um, but, yeah, excited so far. It's going well. Now, you guys like the competition of just put the medium tires on. How difficult is that going to be for Tom to try and call up to temperature, basically, in the middle of the race with tires that are unknown? Yeah, I think the uh, the good thing about it is that the temperature's up, you know, the ambience up, track temp's up. Um, so, you know, I don't think it'll be too bad. I mean, it's, uh, it's always a big gain potential and also really big potential uh, loss so and you got to be uh, you got to be a bit careful on what you're doing but um, yeah Tom's been doing a great job and we'll see how it shakes out is this race more physically tiring with the demands of the track or mentally tiring with the demands of traffic and it's tough with these GT cars I mean we catch them in a clump and it's just chaos and you're just uh, threading the needle hoping they see you and so in a way it's a little bit uh, mentally tasking but in another way you just kind of got to go and 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 Keep your fingers crossed that they see you and uh you know so far all those guys have been doing a good job so um yeah it's wild for sure the adrenaline rush has to be insane yeah i don't know if it's uh adrenaline or you just close your eyes i'm not sure but uh it's a mix of the both maybe good luck the rest of the way colin thanks appreciate it i wonder if he'll be keeping an eye on what his uh, dad's doing down at crowdstrike the team with which he uh, got that lmp2 arm title at Le Mans. Great run for him and for George Kurtz and the rest of the team. Uh, last hour and ten minutes to go at RSL, uh, excuse me, at IMSA Radio. Just remind you, we've got Michelin post-race tech to come this evening because whilst the chequered flag ends the race, it's only the start of our conversation. So let's hear from you. It is a great battle going on between the court of Mercedes, the number 32. Here's the Iron Dames going. Oh, there's a touch going into the bus stop. That was forceful. Elbows out in this great GTD battle. And very, very forceful indeed. The pink Lambo going through. Wow. That was Rahel Frey on... Mikel Grenier, by the way. Uh, not sure that uh, 
Race, how race control will look at that one, but Rahel was not to be denied and has gone through. That was the battle for fifth and sixth position. Catherine Legg in fourth, Brian Sellers in third. Catherine and Brian, by the way, have been having a brilliant uh, battle between them. Uh, two teams that we know very well in Paul Miller Racing and Gradient Racing. Cat was ahead of Brian for a little while. Brian's just uh, sneaked back through, I think. Now, remember, these two teams battled for the 2018 Championship and they're back at it on the track now. It's BMW versus Acura. Cat was in an Acura back then as well, if memory serves me right. They're battling for the final step on the podium of GTD. Wright Motorsport have almost stealthed their way up into second place in the 16 car. It's the bright blue, light blue Porsche. And it's still the two Vassa Sullivan Lexus who hold sway both in pro and arm of the GTD. Antonio Garcia has Corvette after a bit of a torrid day for penalties for them. Back up into second for the pro. And Davide Rigon, Risi Competizione, in third for the Ferrari 296. These different strategies are really interesting. In the oh, number yes. 60 car, Tom Blomquist, is... Uh, He's slipping back a little bit from that battle for second and third. He, he was, of course, running in second position before this latest round of pit stops. Now in fourth is number 60 car, with uh, Tom Blomquist having taken over from Colin Brown. And uh, he's, well, he's in the 34s that time, 34-3 for him. Uh, so a, a good clear lap there. But 15 seconds of deficit between the, the second and third place cars and the fourth place car. Gap, gap between first and second, sort of hovering around about uh, eight seconds. It's Conor Filippi's lead, 159 laps in the books now, an hour and seven minutes remaining. Just time for complete carnage to break out again, Jeremy, uh, to, yeah, right, to right. be honest. In LMP2, uh, Randiel holding off, well, it was about, it was three seconds. It's now down at 1.9 between Ryan Dial in car number 18, the era motorsport entry, and Ben Hanley in the AP, CrowdStrike by APR 04, which is in second place. They're about 20 seconds ahead of Paul-Luc Chatin in the number 52 PL Matheson car, and then the surviving TDS number 35, Guido van der Garde, is about another half a minute back in fourth place. VP Racing in race update with Jeremy Shaw there. And we had a penalty just a few moments ago. That was for the number 47 Chetelar Racing Ferrari. It was their second drive-through penalty for too many crew working on the car during a pit stop. But this is a bit unusual. The driver change assistant doing his job, helping change out the old driver for the new driver. Uh, and no age discrimination there, by the way. There, there's nothing wrong with being a, of a certain age, but I'll stop digging myself in that hole and give Johnny O'Connell his shovel back. Uh, it was for the driver change assistant, then putting the door back on the hinges when it fell off when the car was dropped off the air jacks. That is considered an extra person over the wall working on the car. It's happened yep. to them twice now. Yeah, very good. Thank you, Shit. Down in the pit lane. Battle for the lead in LMP2, heading around the toe of the boot. Not too far behind them is the uh, battle for second and third overall. Still, the BMW Conor de Filippi has pulled out a six-second lead. So the strategy at the moment is working. That six seconds is a big fuel advantage. 
Jeremy saying earlier on that they'll have to put a wee bit more fuel in uh, than the cars that are chasing. Actually, it's it's 20 seconds, seven seconds back to people and 20 seconds back to Tom Blomqvist. Those are the two cars that need uh, fewer seconds stationary of fuel. So Nick Tandy and Conor De Filippi, those two early stoppers when they decided to split the last 90 minutes into two shorter stints that may just be working for them here well that gap from first to second oh, it was eight seconds it's yeah. now 4.8 so uh, certainly nick tandy has got the hammer down here but remember nick tandy started off quite conservatively yep. on those tires and he's built pressure and temperature into them Indeed. and now Maybe as he's coming round to what the last 15 minutes or thereabouts of his stint, maybe a little bit more. He'll be about halfway through his stint now, so maybe he can start to lean on it a little bit more. Hello to Brittany, to Eva and Felix as well. They might still be up. It's half past eight, 20 to nine, back in uh, Central England in Bedfordshire. Been a beautiful day here today. I know it's been nice in over in Europe. Uh, 27 still in the air here. That's 81 Fahrenheit, 115 Fahrenheit, and the track is 46. This is bang on where we thought it would be earlier in the week. And actually, from uh, Wednesday and Thursday, it was like this. But by the time the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship cars got on the track on Friday, it was uh, 15 to 20 seconds, uh, 20 degrees Celsius uh, chillier on the track temperature uh, than that. And that makes the difference with the tyres of course and into the pits for a couple of significant GT cars Shea Adam has uh, a Turner BMW and a Porsche is that the right Porsche came through it is and out of second place it's fuel and tyres for Jan Halen for the number 95 Turner Motorsports BMW fuel and tyres as well they will go to the end from here all of these GT cars as well as the Ferrari which that's just two pit boxes up from the Turner BMW that's fuel tyres and a driver change I think it was Davide Rigon who got out so that would make Daniel Serra into the end very speedy and capable Ferrari driver anybody that you would want to have. Now, who is in the 95 Turner Motorsport BMW? Is that Bill Oberlin or uh, is it John Edwards? It was Bill Oberlin who brought the car in. Then it is Bill Oberlin who is taking that car to the end of the race. Now, the service is done for the right Motorsport Porsche and it rolls down the pit lane, but it is well behind the Turner Motorsport BMW and it came in ahead of it. So, that's an interesting uh, turn of events there. We also have the number 91 Kelly Moss Porsche into the pit lane. That too is a driver change. So Kai Von Berlo is out and I think that would be Julian Andlauer taking over to take that car to the end. And ooh, I see a Lexus. Now which one is that? Ooh, the 32 was just in. That is the Cawthorf Mercedes. Fuel tires, Mick Grenier staying behind the wheel. That's the 14 Lexus. So now finally Jack Hawksworth is being allowed to go back to work or back to play, I guess you would say, knowing Jack Hawksworth and how much he loves driving a race car around this track in particular. That'll be fuel and tires and the driver change. And then for the sister car, Parker Thompson, the Canadian, has done his job perfectly. Fuel, tires, and the driver change. Aaron Thielen's taking it to the end, which is kind of appropriate because the last time the Lexus won at this track, it was in the two-hour contest that we had back in 2021. The Lexus that won was driven by Aaron Thielen and Jack Hawksworth. 
also into the pit lane. The number three Corvette, let's see, is that a driver change? No, Antonio Garcia staying into the end. Fuel and Michelin's, we've got the 79 WeatherTech Racing Mercedes. Fuel and tires for them as well. Danny Junkadea brought the car in. I believe he is staying in. It was Jules Gunan who qualified the car. Right in front of me is the number one Paul Miller Racing BMW. Brian Sellers, great job to get that car back up into third. I have no idea how he did that. Final stop for this crew. That's Madison Stowe's helmet, who has been back installed behind the wheel of the BMW. So now the tire change is done with Justin on the front, Richie on the rear, G carrying the tires around the side, waiting on the fuel. A little further back, ooh, our LMP3 leader is into the pit lane. Sorry, it really is just so exciting for me to see all these cars because the last time I looked down there, they weren't there. The 74 Riley, that is Felipe Fraga staying aboard when she'll tear off fuel and four tires. The 23 Heart of Racing has parts into the pit lane. That should be a driver change over to Ross Gunn. Number 66, Gradient Racing. We were talking about it a little bit earlier on. Catherine Lake brought it in. Catherine Lake takes it out. Four tires for that crew as well. And finally, the number 83, this is the Iron Dames machine. Rahel Fry is the driver to the end of this one, but she's just got some sticker Michelin tires. Interesting that all of those came in at the same time because of course they were all in at the uh, last uh, last uh, yellow, of course. Plus, it's just about now to go, so they can Everybody. get to the end from here. Yeah. So, yeah, with the uh, number 16, 62, and 95 leading that charge, they came in a lap before everybody else following in. They don't want to get caught out by the potential of a full course caution. Hello. It would be catastrophic. Hello to Belgium, all of it, but particularly Sven, who says that Lexus is getting better by the year in IMSA. It is, and there's a new one coming as well, possibly... Uh, not uh, quite as soon as we'd hoped. We were hoping for it for last year. Close call on the coming out, the Triassi, uh, the Triassi Ferrari and the Hart Racing 23, that pro car. Aston Martin, pretty close together as they had to filter through the RFID chips. Hello to Chris Suku as well. This racing is absorbing in all classes. Great to see the cars moving around. And what a great track Watkins Glen is. You get the chance to come here, Chris. I said it earlier on, it's a beautiful area. The people here love races. They love race fans. There's lots to see and do. And it's a great racetrack. Pit exit order under review. Well, if you're in a fast lane and you have any sort of an overlap on the car coming out of its pit stall, the car coming out of its pit stall has to give way, doesn't it? Yes. And I'm not sure that happened there. Mm. I think the car on the outside, in, in the fast lane, kind of let the other guy go through, which, which because it was awfully close, he, I think he realized the other car wasn't going to stop, so he, he kind of had to do that. And uh, I think that might be a penalty for the car that was on the inside. And I can't remember which one was which. Car 32 penalty, failure to, to adhere to the minimum full refueling time, which is it's the court of Mercedes, isn't it? That, that was running uh, pretty well. You're right up uh, in, in the uh, top half dozen, anyhow. Brian Sellers, that was an incredible stint. You went from being a lap off the lead and well out of contention to bringing the car in in a podium position. How in the world did you do that? Uh, I don't know. Things, uh, things went our way in that stint. Um, we got super fortunate on that last yellow. Um, we were in the right position to be able to get a wave around and then a pass around, which uh, got us our two laps back. And um, you know, sometimes you have a good car underneath you, and the guys have done everything they can, and then it's and then it's your turn to see if you can hold up the end of the bargain. And um, 
you know, still a long way left, but I feel like uh, a win is probably far away. But if we can come away with this with a podium, I think that uh, it's an overachieve right now. So we're just, I'm really proud of everybody, you know, no, regardless of uh, what happens. You just, you can't quit. You got to keep fighting. And um, that's what we try and do. Was it a bit of deja vu for you fighting Cat Leg out there on the track when she's in an Acura? Felt like 2018? Mm, no, she's nicer then. She wasn't. She wasn't that nice this time. Um, yeah, it was. It's a good battle. I mean, it's a podium position. You don't expect anybody to give you anything. So um, we had uh, a couple of pretty big contacts a couple times, um, but I, it's part of it. You know, you just. Uh, racing and like I said you you know you were going for third so you just keep collecting points you guys know how to win championships that's the goal for the rest of the day well no no I mean the the goal the goal is a result I mean I think that um, you know we kind of all look at this and think that we just want to achieve the best we can and whatever comes from that comes from that and I know it sounds super cliche but I don't think you can ever just go chase points you have to go race and um, you know, if we race to the best of our ability and someone like the 70 or the the 27 or whoever it is still comes out on top, then then so be it. Um, but, you know, we'll just do the best we can, worry about us, and then uh, if in the end it's good enough, it's good enough. Great job out there, Brian. Thanks. John, it was 16th to 4th in half an hour, the crew tells me. Pretty impressive. Uh, slow stop for which of the Lexus, Jeremy? Did 14. you say the 14 the car? The leader dropped now behind uh, the uh, Corvette in GTD Pro. So we will find out what that is all about. Marty said a lot of black flags for tyre requirements with tyre pressure. Looks like the teams are having problems dialing in the pressure on the new tyres. No, the tyres the aren't new for anybody other than GTP um, we've spoken to the people who matter and they're telling us that people are just cutting it very very fine uh, the Michelin pre uh, pre code as they called it, it uh, specifies that they work with that with IMSA there's a safety implication to it and all of that information is passed through to IMSA and to Michelin Remember, there was some controversy at uh, Daytona about the uh, Myshak racing car messing about with that data. Uh, there's been steps taken to avoid that happening again. I think it's just people who are cutting it close to the edge, yeah. Jeremy. That's what we've been told. Pushing the envelope, yeah. That's what uh, we, we've heard uh, from behind the scenes. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not as if they're big. Uh, discrepancies on the, on what the regulations call for, but you know, every little bit counts for a lot. Is basically what it boils down to, and uh, they're just pushing the envelope a little bit too too hard. Look, uh, we're we're now, I reckon, within the window for the final pit stop of the day for the GTP cars. Any time now, they would be able to make their final stop and get to the end from here. Question is, whether they kind of more equalize their stint stay out a little bit longer to make sure their, their tires are fresher toward the end but if you come in now you made your pit stop you stay on the lead lap which all of the four leaders would do quite comfortably then anybody else has the uh, it r runs the risk of there being a full school portion 
and the pits being closed, in which case they would cycle behind the other cars after they've made their stops, because the other ones have already made what should be their final stop. But there's still strategy to be played out, even with 53 minutes remaining. Jeremy was asking a moment or two ago what happened to the Lexus. Uh, and we have an answer here, Adam, and I have to say I didn't see this come up on the Race Control channel. Neither did I, but thank you, Ryan Smith, who uh, is keeping me honest. It was a drive-through penalty for pit lane speeding for the 14 Lexus, and now he's all over the back of Antonio Garcia. For the win in GTD Pro. So apologies uh, for that. So pit lane speeding and a extra pass down through the pit lane. 52 minutes to go, who jumps first? How long do you want to make your last stint? That's the question for Conor De Filippi. How many laps has he been out there, Jeremy? Conor and Nick, because they came in at the same time in the leading pair of cars. 21 laps now, they're on okay. the 22nd. So lap. they can go for another probably another eight, seven or eight laps seven or eight laps okay yeah brilliant battling in all the classes all day it's been noted by a lot of our viewers and listeners and a big moment there for the 74. this is the second place car in class no it's the leader in class they've just gone through into the lead because that is the former leader garrett grist in the junior three car behind him so felipe fraga has taken the lead yeah he's been in the lead for a little while he took that remember he took that lead around the outside of the final corner um, well, oh, Garrett oh, well, Chris was leading at the last lap, oh, was he? Oh, big and he's got number one written on the side of the car, big Jeremy, big so that's changed like that. this, this lap around. Oh, uh, so that must have happened. During the pit stops. Yeah. The pit stops. So, it, yeah, the, the, the pass has happened down towards the bus stop. It was a little bit of hip and elbow and shoulder there by both of them. That was the change of the lead through traffic as they went round the outside of Catherine Legg at the green and white 66 JG Wentworth car. So with a wee bit of damage on the right rear of that blue and orange Philippe Fraga car, that is scored in the lead this time. Garrett Grist for Junior 3 Racing second. Matthew Bell has just pitted for his last pit stop from third position from AWA. Are they working the strategy? Has it going to work out from both of the AWA cars actually with Wayne Boyd straight out? Ah! penalty for the number 32 and that's their opportunity for a good finish in the race having disappeared team caught off car uh, they want MEC points again minimal minimum fuel they've just come down pit lane to answer that let's check in with GTD Aaron Tielitz leads for Lexus He's got the first five GTD pros behind him, then Jan Halen, Madison Snow, Robbie Foley, Catherine Legg, and Rahel Frey are all in behind, battling for the last two spots on the podium. And at the moment, Madison Snow is three seconds behind Jan Halen, trying to close him down. BMW, the red, white, and black BMW in elegant isolation at the moment as he comes towards the end of the lap not often we've seen a bit of free air for anybody in any of the classes under 50 minutes to go now imsa radio live from watkins glen with the tv around the world and via play 
extra in the UK and across Europe on the network. And of course, at IMSA.TV, live and free, no subscription required. XM202, if you're in the USA or North America and are suitably equipped and traveling around. Jeremy Shaw, John Hindorf, Cher Adam, and what has been an enthralling Sealand's six hours of the Glen so far with 49 minutes to go. Started dramatically for BMW and at the moment they are still holding sweet. Oh, people's come in. So now this is interesting. This is a change of tactics, isn't it? From Action Express because they're, they're trying now to do the quick pit stop for track position and Conor De Filippi and Nick Tandy will have to respond to this next time around. Sheer Adam, last pit stop for the number 31 Cadillac and the 60 Acura. Pippo Durrani is in and they are giving him four new Michelins as well as topping him off with every bit of fuel and energy they can possibly squeeze into this car. And also following him in for number 60, that's Tom Blancfist for MSR. So we have Ian Watt for the number 31 Raylan Engineering Cadillac. As far as the brain is concerned, we have Gary Davis on the box for the number 60 Meyer Shank racing Acura who is going to win the battle of the brain at the end of this day as far as the strategy goes there goes people I now turn back there goes Tom fuel and tires for both right interesting so they are rolling and I think the next lap you've got to know you cannot be hung out by a potential safety car here so Connor de Felipe and Nick Tandy Maybe they've been caught slightly napping here. I don't know. No, no, no. They've got a decent gap, Jeremy. But they, remember, they came in first before. That's so right. that's a very short run for the Cadillac 31 and the Acura 60. Correct. That's that's the thing here. They're, the number 25 and number 6 are trying to equalise the length of their stints more so than the other two. Which contenders. is about perfect. 45, 46 minutes uh, of each stint. 45 and 47, perhaps. Something like that. The question will be, did they build up a big enough gap to put the little bit of extra fuel in? Last pit stop for Mike Rockenfeller, JDC Miller Motorsports. The action is in the GTP pit lane. We'll keep an eye on what's going on in GTD with Tonio Garcia and Jack Hawks with six tenths of a second away from each other at turn number eight. The pure yellow car and the yellow and black Lexus sitting in behind. Shea Adam was watching the stop there for which car, Shea? I just confirmed with the 60 for Meyer Shank Racing. It was fuel and a sippy cup that went into the cockpit for Tom Blancfest. So no fuel tires. Only, no, no tires. Uh, fuel only for the number five JDC Porsche as well. So it was fuel and tires for Pipo, fuel only for the Acura. Ooh, interesting. Very interesting. How is that yes. going to play out? Well, let's watch the next few lap times. Uh, that's going to be the critical thing here because uh, they've all the drivers have all been saying all week long all weekend that it's really difficult to get these tires up to temperature it's a good bit warmer now the sun is shining as well that is certainly going to be a big uh, big factor in the favor of the drivers in terms of getting these tires up to temperature and pressure leaders in leader is in the pit lane and nick tandy stays out nick tandy stays out 
and therefore will lead the motor race Porsche back to the front, but they put themselves in a dangerous position here. If the safety car was to come out now, they would lose it all. So this is the gamble for Porsche. They're going a couple of laps longer, so they don't need to put that much fuel in. Sheer Adam is watching the final stop of the BMW number 25 at Connor de Filippi. Guess what extra sound you're hearing in the background, John? Air guns, fuel, and tires for the number 25 BMW Connor de Filippi staying aboard as expected. And for the number 10, the Connick Minolta Acura, they have always done, uh, well, they've also done fuel and Acura. Now we're waiting on the fuel for the BMW, so a perfect stop as they have a completely clean exit. Pippo is coming into turn nine, BMW's gone. That should be a clean lead for the 25 BMW. That's impressive. Tires on that car. Uh, staying on the mediums. So they've gone medium, medium to the end. And people to Rani and 60 of Tom Blomqvist are only on the front straight now. Tandy's got to come this time. Tandy has got to come to the pits this time. Nick Tandy's coming out of turn nine right now. He's got traffic in front of him and it's GT traffic uh, second place car right motorsport machine he'll peel off into the pit lane for his final stop with just on 44 minutes to go here's the motor race right here look at yeah. the gap it's bmw have absolutely nailed the strategy now can porsche do the same thing but they the, the, the did change tires on the bmw right uh, and uh, that's going to be a critical thing now is the outlaps these next couple of laps uh, how how fast can they go? No tyres to uh, changed on the, the number, number 60. It's number 60 car, correct. Correct. Uh, and Nick's gone through. Tandy's gone through. He's on the back straight, so that's another yeah, you... lap for Tandy. Yeah. He hasn't made the stop. Wow. So they are really rolling the dice. The second BMW into... Hey. Second BMW into the pit lane. That wasn't the second BMW, was it? Uh, no, it's the high-class racing car, sorry. Coming back out from behind the wall. I saw a red and white car, and that's going back behind the wall again now, actually. Nick Tandy, then, down at the toe of the boot, has the Riley number 74 ahead of him. Philippe Fraga, the leader in LMP3. So he cannot afford to lose time here. He's got to get around and make these laps count. Last time around, a 35-4. People Durrani a 37, but then a 33 for Durrani. Here's the danger for Nick Tandy. He's losing time now in traffic and with the new tyres for the wheel and engineering Cadillac. 36-7 for Tom Blomqvist last time around. Maybe the gamble of no tyres has not worked. Certainly not at the moment for the number 60 car. Tandy still leads the motor race. Durrani chasing down he's 11 seconds behind Connor de Filippi Filippi will come across the line with a considerable lead Connor de Filippi going into the toe of the boot now as it's just exiting turn 6 now for the 31 Sheer Adam in the pit lane I've just spied the secret weapon for Porsche John Matthew uh, Gemini helmeted waiting whoa very eagerly to get in his car. They're going to do a driver change wow. and have a very fresh Frenchman in for the end of this one. That's interesting. And yep. presumably a new set of tyres as well, Shane. Sticker. Oh. Side by side for GT battles. And it's the number one 
against the number 16. That's for second place. Paul Miller Racing BMW against Jan Halen Porsche. And Madison Snow takes Jan Halen and goes to second. What a drive through the field it's been. Two laps down and they've worked the strategy. There's going to be some difficulty for us in the next 40 minutes in picking the BDO Nose Strategy Award. Paul Miller Racing won it at Sebring and they're putting themselves in a good position again here. But you've got to see at the front of the field, BMW and Porsche are right there as well. Don't forget that Jan Halen was one of the original driver coaches of Madison Snow. They're still very good friends. That was a clean pass. And just hearing as well that the 61 Ferraris come out from behind the wall to finish the last 40 minutes of the race. Here's Tandy in the pit lane now, Shea. This for Porsche is a chance to do something extraordinary. Can they pull this one out? Well, they certainly hope that they can. And every single crew member up on the wall poised as if this was the first pit stop of the day, not the last. Nick Tandy nails the marks, actually stopping exactly on the tape on the ground to perfectly set up his crew for this tire change. Nick actually jumps up onto the wall. He's still got quite a bit of energy. Connerty Fleepy is coming through turn nine now and then into turn 10. So they will lose the lead on this stop, but they have four fresh sticker Michelin tires. Windshield tear off for Matthew Gemini. Still waiting on the fuel. Now comes Connerty Fleepy onto the front straight. The fuel nozzle still attached, smoke coming out of these brakes, but the Michelins are getting a little extra warmth from them. There goes Jaminet, and he is right behind an LMP2 car, watching Conor Filippi drive through turn one. And now he's got to get those tires up to temperature. Um, uh, and it's already well behind him. So, Here's people, uh, people coming into turn one now. This is the battle for second and third. This could make things even more difficult for Mathieu Jaminet. He's in second place at the moment. He's just crested the rise and as they go down the back straight where is the number six car just going into the bus stop now and here comes people Durrani with heat in the Michelin tires build up over a couple of laps these top four cars have swapped the strategies around the BMW of Tom Blomqvist did not take tires and that may of cost them here a 35-6 for people a 35-6 for tom 36-5 for Conor de Filippi, getting his new tires up to temperature and what's jamanir going to be able to do will he drop back into the clutches of people durani durani trying to get through the traffic and there goes tom blancfist taking no prisoners down a turn number seven i think that was two different categories of cars it was it was the eo porsche and sean creech in the Motorsport in the LMP3 car. Durrani hoving into view behind the Porsche. Durrani can see the number six Porsche in second place just ahead of him now. He's got to try and pounce before the tyre temperatures and pressures come up. It's just three cars ahead of him. Coming back to the final corner with 38 minutes to go, live from Watkins Glen. The end of a thrilling and enthralling and engaging sailing six hours of the Glen. The top cars in LMP2 have just done their last pit stop. Paul Loop Chatham for PR1 Matheson, the 52 win cars, and Rasmus Lind in the era motorsport, the light blue, the very nice light blue number 18 car. They're still battling it out. Half a minute between them as they left the pit lane. That could go in a moment with a half spin or problems in traffic. 
Durrani held up in that traffic. Coming through the inner loop, which way does he go? Round the outside of turn five, the outer loops by betting on that with a little bit more downforce. Now he's got to throw it down the inside of turn number seven. Have the other cars seen him? Yes, they have of turn six, excuse me. Onto the laces of the boot, down to the toe. Round the outside of the number 17 prototype. Oh, goodness me. Track rubbering up, still great. Track temperature, 44 Celsius is 111 Fahrenheit. Just what these Michelins need to be switched on. That's good news yeah. for Mathieu Jaminier. He's only five seconds away from the leader. But Conor de Filippi has been out for a couple of laps more. Nine times through the pit lane for BMW M Team RLL. But they've made it work, Jeremy. They've dictated the strategy in the last third of the race. They pulled the pin and came in early with about an hour and a half to go, and that has set the tone for the end of this race. It's really worked for them. Yeah, it's a fascinating motor race. It's absolutely superb. And that was a great outlet by Matthew Jaminet on fresh tyres. A 136.4, that's, uh, that's pretty darn good. Who's a spinner there? I'm sure who that is. Uh, it's coming out of turn number nine there is yeah. uh, a two turn number nine there is a bit of runoff there and it's the number 10 car again it's been an awful ricky taylor spins i'm yeah. not sure i've had to say that before he'd been closing in on mike rockenfeller uh, i don't know how close i'm not sure how close he was a, a couple of laps ago seven seconds back so i don't think he would have uh, closed that down completely but he was certainly closing on mike rockenfeller for that fifth position that'll be gotten again now So that last lap by uh, Conor Di Filippi, he's got uh, one, two, three, four, five laps on his on his tyre. So they're they're up to where they need to be. A 34-4 last time for Conor Di Filippi. Jamine getting that car up to speed of 36-4. So he lost a couple of seconds on that last lap, and he's running a similar pace to Pippa Durrani. He's about three seconds behind him in that third position. And Tom Blomqvist just doesn't have, hasn't got the pace yet. He said it's been the same in each of their stops afterwards. They haven't picked up. Uh, speed very quickly at all. Michelin post race tech to follow the checkered flag. We'll keep the conversation going. Very close indeed with the right Porsche there and the prototype going down the inside. That was far too close for comfort for people to Rani. He's pushing it all. He's only four seconds now behind Matthew Jaminet, who's dropped to seven seconds back. But last time around, he was quicker than the leader. He was the quickest prototype. 134-1 for Matthew Jaminet. Is this the start of something special for the young Frenchman and Porsche Penske Motorsports? Car number 95 mechanical black flag tyre. That's requires. fourth, fourth yeah. in GTD Pro. Turner Motorsport had a great day yesterday with first and second in Pilot Challenge. That has taken the shine off. Undoubtedly, Robbie Foley in fifth in GTD. Oh, my goodness. This is the race that just keeps giving... Wheel and Engineering 31, the Action Express car continues to charge. Of course it does. It's got people Durrani behind the wheel. De Filippi coming to the line. How close was he to taking out the right motorsport car? It was coming down into the final corner. 
and again the closing speed through turn number 10 just catching people out we saw the z oh he did hit them he did hit the back of the car and he's locked up all four now has he flat spotted the tires that was really interesting we've seen those closing speeds before it caught out sebastian bordet didn't it earlier on and that's what put the one zero one car into the wall no damage it would seem no real really large visible damage on the front of the wheel and cadillac Jaminet takes time again out of the leader, eight tenths of a second, 6.3 now. Yeah, this is no abiding time now. 33 minutes remaining in, then in this race, 180 laps completed. And Matthew Jaminet has a bit between his teeth. He's got good momentum here. And he's scything past the traffic, just goes past that battle for second position in GTD Pro. The Corvette still able to hold on ahead of Jack Corksworth in second position. The head of the Lexus said Garcia doing a super job at the moment, leading in GCD Pro with that drive-through penalty for Jack Corksworth. How costly was that? They were way out in front, had been pretty much all day long. Ricky Taylor makes the last stop for the Cunningham and not that accurate, and he's been in for a while. It's not been their day. Sometimes you're the windscreen. Today, Cunningham and Alta Acura were the bug, no doubt. Still charging. People to Rani. 34.8 last time around for Conor De Filippi. He got a little bit of clear air, and he's got a bit more now as he's cleared the Sean Creech Motorsport LMP3 leader, uh, LMP3 car, and heads up to the top of the S's. Where is Mathieu Jaminet? Still another four tenths uh, quicker. Wow. Jaminet. And that's that's Connor's fastest lap for a wee while, that. And still Jaminet has found time, down to 5.9. We've got ourselves a finish here, Jeremy. Yeah. 31 minutes to go. Yep, less than six seconds between the first two. Uh, similar margin back to Pippa Durrani in third. And Tom Blomqvist, who's not gaining any ground at all, in that fourth position, Connor's sixth, that looked so good earlier on in the afternoon hello to the team at joe tandy racing jtr in bedfordshire rooting for the boss's car so they'll be cheering on matthew jaminet at the moment it's a tenth here and a tenth there around the circuit but it's adding up for matthew jaminet and he's putting together some stunning laps bmw porsche cadillac accurate top four within 20 and a half seconds after five and a half hours news from the pit lane there was certainly the flight today and they have been squashed the number 10 wtr kaninka minolta acura has a little help to get behind the wall when tiller racing ah tmb wtr with andretti autosports to give them their correct title that has not been good good luck from the race leader Colin D. Felipe there 134.259 almost the same as he did about three laps ago almost identical actually 34.2 uh, and he pulled out a couple of seconds that lap over Jaminet so that uh, that ground that Jaminet had been making up over the last three or four laps gone in one lap 
And in GTD Pro, Tonio Garcia, Jack Hawksworth and Daniel Serra for Corvette. Lexus and Ferrari are fighting their way through traffic and the top three are just cresting the rise at the top of the S's now and they are together. Risi have come to play here. And they've come to win with Daniel Serra hoving into view behind Jack Hawksworth and the black and yellow Vassa Sullivan Lexus. Tonio Garcia is another half a second up the road. They are absolutely together now, going through the outer loop with traffic ahead. Looks like the Triazi Ferrari is the next car that they will hit. Yes, it is. Now, this could be interesting. Down towards the toe of the boot, does the Triazi car see this top three battle for the honours in GTD Pro? Under half an hour to go, Shea Adam in the pits should not have any stops to call now. So she now goes into her role as clinical psychologist and behavioural specialist <laughs> as she starts to watch the body language of everybody there. I'll tell you what, John, I'm, uh, I'm down by Master Sullivan because both of their cars are still very much in contention and everybody looks sick to their stomach. They are so nervous for this one. As was pointed out on the Zoom call just a couple weeks ago, the only time we've ever had a double victory, I mean, a team winning in more than one category, uh, that was a year ago here for Heart of Racing. Now Faster Sullivan is in the position where they could make that happen wow. as well. Good point. But look at Daniel Sarah all over the back of Jack Hawksworth. Risi Competizioni, as we heard from Rick Mayer the other day, comes to this race for one reason, one reason only, that's to win. And the 296 still looking for its first win on North American soil. And also Corvette Racing. When was their last win? Answer, Sebring 2022. Ooh. So yes, they've won them all. Yes, they've won a bunch in uh, WEC, but in IMSA, it's been almost a year and a half. Yeah, and, uh, and they've closed the gap of about three seconds over the course of the last six laps or so. I think Jack Hawks is certainly a little bit quicker, that Lexus, than the Corvette. Not much, but a bit. Uh, but he can't get find a way past. And Antonio Garcia doesn't exactly open any doors for anybody, does he? Because uh, he wants that. He wants another win. He wants to uh, score that uh, that marks. What did it be? 100. And how many wins? 122, I think they've had so far. Uh, and um, it's as, as Adam was just saying, it's been a while. So he wants to get back to that top step of the podium. Uh, something, uh, no, I was just about to say something's happened in the front of the field, but, uh, well, it has, because the, it's, again, another half a second taken out of the lead by Matthew Jamin. It went out to over eight seconds. It's now back down to seven and a half. This is traffic playing its part. The leader, as we keep an eye on this GTD Pro battle, the BMW number 25 comes will come up, actually, to the Triazi car that the GT Deep Pro Battle has just yeah. passed at the tour of the booth. Uh, that uh, Triazi team uh, running in sixth position with Alessio Rivera at the wheel at the moment. He's uh, ahead of Patrick Pile, Patrick Porsche driver. Yes, absolutely. And down to the tour at the heel of the boot for the leader and a huge gaggle of GTD and LMP2 cars, but at the same time, Mathieu Jaminet has got a couple of cars to pass as well, including Patrick Pile. He's picking his way through them. 
The leading GTD cars for a moment are in clear road. Can't imagine that will be the case for long. Actually, they've got a decent run before they come up on the 0-1 Cadillac. They won't come up on him, so they'll be uh, following him through the traffic. So it's going to be the number 96 turn of BMW that this battle for the lead in GTD comes to, and that is already down at turn eight as they exit turn seven. And that's a car with very similar pace, of course, so they won't catch it quickly. So now can one of these drivers use passing traffic to help them out? That racing competition Ferrari with a little bit of dirt on it. Darker red looks good. Has to go and pinch the corner as the uh, LMP2 comes through them. That's the uh, 04 of CrowdStrike Racing, who at the moment are leading the race. Ben yeah. Handley, it's been a good run from them, yeah. backing up their Le Mans victory in LMP2 Am. It's been a great battle. Uh, Christian Rasmus is only six seconds back in second place for Era Motorsport, and then Paul Chatin for PL1 Matheson rounding out the podium at the moment with 24 minutes to go. Uh, Porsche keys to the race in Michelin Countdown Green was traffic tyres, track limits and strategy. Track limits and has... Patience. And patience. And patience, yes. Patience, yeah. Um, track that limits. was lacking on a few people, wasn't it, today? It was. Track limits has not been a feature, and I'm absolutely stunned I'm considering thrilled. we had a, a million and billion, billion t calls earlier on in the race week itself uh traffic yes uh, most most of the guys at the front have done their bit through traffic i think that's fine tires may yet to play out True. we still to see it down to 6.3 seconds now for jaminet and he has to go through that same bunch of traffic though that the leader has just cleared the leader being connor de Filippi. It's again, it is so evenly balanced here between the Porsche and the BMW. Yeah. Porsche have had a win this season on the streets of Long Beach, and that was tyre strategy. Oh, change at the front of GTD, oh. turn eight, and through goes the number 14 car. That's a pass for the lead. Jack Hawksworth goes through. Daniel Surra trying to follow him through, has followed him through. So the Tonio Garcia Corvette may be struggling at the end of the race. He's dropped back to third position. And now the battle for the lead and therefore the win at the sale in six hours of the Glen is between Lexus and the new Ferrari. The Lexus, a much bigger, taller car, the Ferrari felt. Oh, Hawksworth tries to block the wrong car there. He pulled in front. Well, it was an EF, so he probably thought it was the Ferrari. It was the EF LMP car that he blocked. Well, down he, what he was trying to do was get a car between himself and his pursuer, I guess, wasn't he? <laughs> well, that was interesting. Yeah. Hawksworth's going to be difficult to pass. So was there a mistake or was it just an awesome move? Oh, Answer, wow. awesome move. Late dive to the right-hand side at turn eight. Oh, just about stayed on the curbs, Hawksworth. That'll be being looked at. But it was clean, it was decisive on the brakes and then pulled out to the right, off the brakes to get alongside and basically block pass. Yeah. There was no way that Garcia could turn to the apex to the middle part of the corner, the pointy bit. That that was impressive. It was hard, 
It was fair, yeah. but that was Yorkshire. Yeah, that was right perfect. There. Absolutely perfect. Uh, I mean, there was no no second guessing there from Jack Hawksworth. This is my chance. I'm going to go for it. He did. Perfect pass by Jack Hawksworth. Absolutely superb. But that Ferrari is fast. It's been fast all weekend, all week long. And uh, certainly Daniel Serra is not going to give up. He's going to go for that win as well. They're both, of course, behind Aaron Thielitz, who's a GTD non-pro leader. They're about 12 seconds behind Aaron. Uh, and that number 12 team just done a great job. I mean, Frankie Montecalvo uh, and Aaron Thielitz, and two regular drivers, the Parker Thompson, the uh, Cana young Canadian who's really impressed that oh. team since joining him this year. Well, and it's always hard to jump in as the third driver, Jeremy. You oh, hardly right. get any laps. You're expected to jump in and do your job without that. And he's been buzzing all weekend. We had a quick chat with him earlier on in the week. Uh, at a breakfast when he was going to go out and do the early session. You get all the sessions that nobody else wants. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to be out on the track at 8 o'clock in the morning, thanks. I'm going to have another cup of espresso and have an extra 40 minutes uh, in my pit, thanks very much. But no, he was there, ready to go, had his muesli, his Birkin muesli. Brilliant stuff and good stuff from Hawksworth. Uh, it will surprise you not at all to know that moments before he made that pass, the team had just said, Jack, your fuel numbers are good. You're good to go at the end. <laughs> Turn it up. And he it's exactly what he did. Thanks, lad. Aye, 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 all right. Aye, aye. Belter. That was proper Yorkshire passing, that. It was, it was great. No compromise. Yep. No muss, no fuss, no nonsense. Brilliant stuff. Leaders just passed them. Uh, it's still hovering around about six seconds. Went down to five and a half, but last time around, Jaminir hit the traffic. This is what we're seeing. This is the tenor of the race, the tenant of the race. Leader coming down to turn eight. And in fact, just off the back of the traffic that he's just passed is the second place car, Jaminet. He'd not quite be able to see the leader on this part of the track. He's coming through that battle for GTD Pro Honours. Hoves up the inside of the Ferrari, big flash of the lights. Hawksworth lets him go through 10, that was smart moves. See, that's really good from both of those GTD Pro drivers. They're in their own battle and they're thinking, I don't want this guy to get in my way, so let's let him go. And he has done. Proper pro professionals, all these and guys. And he's another leader coming through as well. So we've had yeah. the overall lead, the lead for GTD, and here's the P2 leader coming through as well. Ben Handley, there's another young driver who is impressive. And actually, no, we said Paul Lupshatan coming through behind third place, I should have said, for the PR1. Here he comes. Ben Handley had already gone through there a moment or two earlier. Yeah, and uh, Christian Rasmussen, the young Dane, in second position. He's uh, last lap around, he, he, he whittled that down a little, gap down a little bit to Ben Hanley, who leads. It's down, down to just five seconds between first and second in LP2, and the 404 car ahead of the 18. Just a couple more retirements official now. Uh, the AF Corsa, number 61, the Miguel Molina, Ulysses de Pau, and... Uh, Simon Mann car and the Chetilar Ferrari, Roberto Lacord, Giorgio Siena, Giotto and Antonio Fuego. They are official retirements. Just cross them off your list if you're doing the marker pen of doom on the Andy Blackmore spotter's guide. Hello Andy, I know you'll be tuned in. Great work this weekend on uh, 
all the series that you've been looking after and a couple of wins for your liveries I noticed yesterday as well all down to your liveries mate they were 190 laps completed BMW lead by five seconds it's been a good couple of laps for Matthew Jaminet only a tenth last time around Pete Durrani only eight seconds further back the top three within 13 seconds there's no room for error here yeah 13 seconds is nothing that's a half spin that's getting checked up behind a couple of GT cars going on the grass having to run through the bus stop chicane opt also hearing now high class officially a retirement from race control here comes the Ferrari for the lead in GTD Pro Daniel Daniel Serra was half a second away at the line absolutely on the rev limiter going into turn one last time around report Shea Adam from pit out the Ferrari that was not Shea uh, sorry Jack Hawksworth that was Shea's always on the rev limiter we know that wow what a race yeah. uh, hashtag Michelin PRT for your questions points are rising it is the original user driven content show you drive the editorial ask the questions make the points points are rising and we'll be on the air on RS2 via IMSA radio on the listen live button extra content once we've wound up the TV Whoa. international TV portion new best lap there for Matthew Jamini oh, when you needed it 2.4 seconds he more than halved it wow. last time around he is generally speaking just starting to pull it back there's only I think a couple of cars now between the 25 BMW of Conor de Filippi and Mattia Jaminet there's enough time to do this if he can keep it clean and he gets some help from the traffic he doesn't need much he's going past the second place LMP3 car now and that's uh, Garrett Grist for Junior 3 Racing. That was decent. Oh, the leader gets caught up behind Rexy. That was a monster moment for Connor DiFilippi as he went past the AO Motorsport green car, went to the right-hand side, coming out of turn six into seven, and then had to chop right across to the left and was very lucky to hold on to that. That could have been a disaster now. right there. All sorts of cars and all sorts of classes going to get past at the moment. He's got the number 33, Sean Creechmo, running seventh place in LMP3. A bunch of GTD cars he had to back off there going into the final corner. That's going to cost him momentum. Jaminev, on the con by contrast, had a nice clean run through that corner. But he has got four four cars to pass before he as he goes down turn one gets past two of them just a couple of D gtds now between himself and yeah. he goes past one goes past the second wow one. now now we're on it is on as lee diffie i'm sure is seeing round about now on usa nothing between the two leaders there's one car no there's not there's no cars between the two leaders into the inner loop now the Turner Motorsport, the Macintosh machine, 
has to be dealt with quickly to BMW side by side. Nice move by Conor de Philippe. He got to the inside, used the banking, and he's got one car between them, one car cover, but traffic ahead. And here comes Jamanir. Jamanir will steam past the turn of BMW. He's got his pre in sight. Target acquired for Mathieu Jamanir in the 963. And he's, there. he's had the luck of the traffic the last lap or two, but things could change just as quickly the other way. There goes Di Filippi. Oh, he doesn't quite get past the last one. The fast Porsche. Porsche. Now he does. He's a lot of momentum there. And but here comes Chamonix, yeah. he's got to do the same thing exactly. to the right, to the left. Oh, it gets caught behind That's the right. Aston Martin. He'll dive past these two before we get into turn 10. Goes down the inside, the left-hand side, now turns into turn 10. Again, nothing between the front two cars. Through the final corner, highly banked. Chamonix leaning on it, goes all the way out to the wall. Across the line, 13 minutes to go. What's the gap? 1.3 seconds. Are you entertained? That's all I'm seeing. Are you entertained? This is after five hours and 16 minutes. Yeah. What a race this has been. Absolutely sensational motor race. Now they're hitting the traffic, Jeremy, at roughly the same time because there's no gaps between them. And there's actually quite a bit of free space now to the right motorsport portion number 16 which is just going into turn six now in gtd pro we'll skip back to that because there are other battles going on coming out the final corner now the first two are separated by maybe four cars lengths maybe four cars lengths that's about all they're being passed at the moment by mike rockenfeller who'll finish the race for jdc miller motorsports they're still sitting in fifth Let's not forget Tom Blomqvist and My Shank Racing, the number 60 and fourth. They've dropped away. Their no-tyre stop at the last stop did not work for them. I think that's fair to say that. They've dropped 10 seconds to Pipo Durrani. Yeah. Durrani, though, himself is 12 seconds away now from Machi Jamini. He is falling back. Uh, you know, he's lost 10 seconds in the last 15 laps as Pipo Durrani to Matthew Jamini. Jamanir, the man on the move. Right on the tail of the Lexus, going through the inner loop. Meantime, in LMP2, Ben Hanley has a six and a half second lead. Crowd strike by APR2. Era, that's not over. Again, that's one slip, one missed breaking point. Philippe Fraga for Riley 74 and Junior 3. Garrett Grist, that's eight and a half seconds. A little well, less scary, but not much. No, 1 minute 33.6 there for Conor De Filippi, the race leader. Needed uh, it. To the 133.9 for Jamie. He did, he did. That'll settle the nerves a little bit, I think, if, if he's feeling it. 11 minutes now on the clock. Number 54 will be the next car that the lead battle in the overall comes to. And that is the MLT Motorsports car. They're not long out of the pits. They've just made a pit stop, actually, last time around. There's cars between the GTD leaders, the yellow and black, number 14, Lexus, and the dark, almost blood-red Ferrari 296. I just see loads of all 1960s Ferraris queues in that car, particularly from the rear three-quarter view. Said early in the week, I'm not a mid-engine Ferrari fan, never really have been. Every time down into turn one, that Lexus is on the rev limiter for quite some time, and the Ferrari is closed up. 
through the S's, climbing through to the top of the hill. No quarter asked or given here. There's a chance here. And Hawksworth knows it. He stays right across to the right-hand side. He's going to make the Ferrari go around the left, around the long way. Pulls back into the middle of the road for the braking area. He'll have to be careful doing that, particularly if the Ferraris move first. Can't move in response to what's going on behind you. Traffic coming up. That looks like the Tower Motorsport car. It is coming down the inside. Now, the Ferrari will not want to let him go there. He's pushing him offline. And that is a disaster for the 296 and Daniel Serra. Up at the front, meanwhile, 133.6 last time for Dimitri Lippi, 133.5 for Matthew Jaminet. The other two, Pieper Durani and Don Blunkus in the 36s. Uh, class of the field, the BMW and the Porsche, the German marks coming back to the front of the field. And that is the battle for the lead coming through turn number eight and, in, uh, excuse me, turn Seven, wasn't it? There, seven into turn eight. Sorry, got that the wrong yeah. way around. My brain is a bit fried at the moment. There's only about 10, 10 or 12 car lengths between them. Yeah, that's barely three. And the AWA number 13's gone off in turn one. Drama at the first corner. Right in front of the GTD leaders. Now, can that car regain? He pulls out. Here come the leaders down the front straight. They'll be right there in a second. That could have been really nasty and that was uh, Matt Bell in fourth position very unusual for Matthew Bell the lanky Geordie man from Newcastle originally in the northeast of England very unusual for him to make a mistake the leaders through there now eight minutes to go eight minutes to go of this that's uh, what it's probably six laps isn't it no five yeah, four okay. or five. Both five, cars five, clear five. traffic through the inner loop. It's under a second now. 0.8 of a second. We yeah. think probably five laps to go, maybe four. It will depend. Flash of the lights now by Magic Jaminet to the overall leader of the race. Meantime in GTD Pro at the toe of the boot, turn seven. The Ferrari again is right there, but again... There's prototype traffic, and that is the CrowdStrike car going through. The 04 hasn't really upset the Apple car there. Era Motorsport still five and a half seconds back from Ben Handley in that CrowdStrike racing bike APR. What a couple of weeks for them if they can pull this off. Stuart and Sam Cox for Algar Pro Racing winning their class at Le Mans. And then the six hours here. This is as close as it's been. And this is the battle for GTD Pro that the overall leaders are with. Daniel Surra has to have his wits about him here. Here comes the Porsche. Round the outside, there was half a chance there. And he'll get a really good run on the front straight. There's an opportunity for a bit of drafting here from Jaminier. But the BMW punches off the final corner really well. He gave himself a little bit of space through the corner, did he, Philippe? He judged that, was that smart. absolutely beautifully. He had got a good... He wasn't really held up. Uh, on the exit at all, but going through the S's, whoa. Oh, this time Chamonix doesn't get the best of the traffic and all of a sudden it's out to 10, 12, 15 car lengths again. Was there half a chance, a quarter of a chance maybe coming to the final corner, but Chamonix is closing in, under braking quite significantly into the inner loop area. That's his part of the circuit from the inner loop 
round to the end of the lap, but it seems the BMW punches out the final corner really well and gets down through the front straight in the first S's. Now, three cars wide on the track. The leader's got nowhere to go. Here comes Javanil, have to pick a side. Left, right, he can't go through the middle. He's got alongside. They're side by side for the lead, and Javanil's got the lead. He's got the lead for a moment. He's got the lead and kept the lead. Extraordinary stuff. A roadblock in front of Conor de Filippi. He had no choices. That was the GTD leader that they were going by. And with five and a half minutes to go, Porsche Penske Motorsports are ahead in the sale in six hours of the Glen. Traffic, our number one Porsche key to the race, has worked in the favour of Porsche. And a mistake by De Filippi, miles nah. off the track, miles oh, off the track at turn day. 10. Yeah. And he's got dirt and rubbish on his tyres now. And that's it, it's over. De Filippi is weaving left and right. He knows he's made a mistake. Outbreaks himself into turn one and locks it up. He's got all kind of clag on the tyres there. He was really off into the marbles. It was all down to the traffic jam ahead of Conor de Filippi. Nothing he could do unless he had a snowplow or a battering ram. It was the leader in GTD that was being passed by two of the prototypes. A really smart move as they went either side of the GTD leader. Didn't know what to do. Steer straight, steer straight. And I think the Felipe was on the grass for a moment and Jaminet needed no second invitation. Got his foot in the door and then through he went. And with four minutes to go, there's still another battle in another pro class. This is for the lead in GTD Pro and it's between Lexus, the yellow and black car and the Ferrari, which is of course, as it's Giuseppe Ricci's car, Dark red. Through comes people to Rani. Oh, there's an off. It's the turn of BMW, the Macintosh car. Coming out of turn 10 into 11. The race will finish under yellow unless that car can move. Porsche are going to win. Porsche are going to win this race. If that car can't move, incident. It is a full course yellow. It is a full course yellow. We started on the first lap with a full course yellow. And it looks like we will finish under full course yellow. Oh, my goodness. Matthew Jaminet could not have left it any later. He would not have known what was going to happen. The penultimate green flag lap. And it was the pass. The good news is that's out of the 96 car. Now, was there another vehicle involved? Oh, my God, it's been over. My goodness me. So the car had actually been on its roof for the 95. Bill Oberlin has got out on his own. My goodness me. Well, Bill Oberlin is talking to the officials there. Bill Oberlin doesn't do small crashes in BMWs. How did it start? He was on his own and I think he's hooked the curb and flipped the car over and we're seeing the bottom of the BMW which we don't normally see. Not we want to see. Well, that's an odd one. I wonder if something broke on that car. Maybe the right rear suspension. Now it was deranged but of course that could have been effect as much as cause. Bill Oberlin out of the car under his own steam and able to get out, my goodness me.
That was a violent incident. These cars built with the FIA roll cages, of course, in GT3. Safety is never compromised. Well, we started with drama and Augusto Farfus in the wall between turns one and two. We've ended under yellow with no less drama. Turner BMW, who was celebrating wildly yesterday, a 1-2 in the Michelin Pilot Challenge. Seeing one of their cars upside down and rolling over. And Roger Penske will see the second victory for Porsche Penske Motorsport. After a disappointing Le Mans, Porsche have bounced back here at Watkins Glen. Mixed fortune for the team with the number seven car once again having to go behind the wall for lengthy repairs on the hybrid system. And that will be a continuing worry. But it's the six again, Matthew Jaminier and Nick Tandy once again who bring home the trophy back in Bedfordshire. I know that Felix had stayed up. Felix, your dad's won. You can give him a bit of a cheer now at home, son. Uh, just wait a couple of seconds, but uh, <laughs> unless something really bizarre happens. Well, they can't be short of fuel, surely. It will be CrowdStrike racing by APR. Ben Handley will take that car to the end that he shared with uh, George Kurtz. And uh, that's been a great run for those guys. Nolan Siegel, of course, the third driver there. The yeah, white flag is out. Too. That's a great drive for those guys. Yeah. BDO, moment of the um, uh, no strategy. Well, surely it's got to be between the BMW and the Porsche, uh, Jeremy and BMW Shay. For me. BMW came from further back. Shay, Adam, from your point of view, BDO, no strategy. Uh, any GTP. of the classes? Oh, any of the classes. Any of the classes? Mm. Uh, I'll go for the BMW for GTP. Um, Paul Miller going from 20th to second. Only one, um, only one for the whole. So which one? 20th to uh, second is pretty good. I like that. 20th to second. I mean, that stands out. Right. All right. Porsche is going over the pit wall, so I'm gonna have to keep stalking Nick. Weekend. Yeah. What? So Jeremy, you saying the BMW over the Porsche? Yes. Right. Uh, CrowdStrike did well. I've got, I've got, a, I've got a casting vote here. Uh, looking through, who's done a good job. Uh, well done to Gradient. Catherine Leg coming up through the field. They were up to third at one place. They're going to finish fifth Tell you what, Jan as well. Halen, is that right most sports Porsche? The Porsches have been struggling this weekend Correct. in GTD. That's a heck of an effort by right Only their to get second podium in GT3 this year. So uh, at Watkins Glen as well. Yeah. That goes all the way back to 2016. Um, it's is uh, going to have to go to a tie break then because we've all nominated different people. Don't forget, hashtag Michelin PRT. BDO Nose Strategy Award is going to the 25 BMW M Hybrid V8 team. Couldn't hold on for the victory, but they put themselves in there with a shout. The cars have been quick all weekend at the front of the field. There's definitely been a step up, but they owned the last third of the race. Porsche have pipped them at the end. They've followed them around. 
my goodness, what a race it's been. But the 25 BMW squad then taking the BDO No Strategy Award and they will get the big trophy. And just got the thumbs up from Felix back in Bedfordshire. He's been allowed to stay up to see his dad's car win the last time he was there uh, on the wall at, uh, on the bleachers rather, at Long Beach. Other class winners, Jack Hawksworth and the rest of the team of Vassar Sullivan, number 14. And it is going to be a double win for Lexus. Very unusual that, two different classes with the 22nd place, number 12 car, uh, taking GTD. And well done to Riley, the 74 orange and blue machine for taking LMP3. Sheer Adam is on the wall with Porsche. It's their second win. And after a fairly glum Le Mans 24 hours, they've come back. The next endurance classic was here at the Searlands, six hours of the Glen, and they've won it on the second to last green flag lap. The VP Racing checkered flag falls for the Searlands, six hours of the Glen 2023 to Porsche. That's about all the music that you need to hear to know how happy Porsche Penske Motorsport are their second win in five races so far this season. They came in as the points leader, and that's only going to be extended for Nick Tandy and Matthew Gemini. All the celebration at the pit wall as Lexus is partying just about 10 feet further down from us. Nick, you've won this race before. You did it in 2019. Now you're an overall winner. Your son, Felix, is watching. Uh, I know that you he want to say watching. hi to him. Yep. Give us the thumbs up back at home. What's it feel like to win this great I mean, race overall? What's a race, you know? Uh, what a drive at the end by Mathieu again, you know? The guy is on fire and the team just working so well here. Mega, just mega. It was hard work, but um, yeah, I'm glad my boy got to see me win another one. And uh, I'll come and bring the, bring the trophy home to him soon. Okay. And now it's time for him to go to bed, right? Yeah. All right, Felix, now you've heard it from the dad. <laughs> uh, sitting up watching it on his uh, laptop, young Felix Tandy, double thumbs up. He's already sent me the uh, picture. Let's go to a double party. We saw it yesterday for Turner BMW. Today, it's Vassa Sullivan Lexus, two class victories, GTD and GTD Pro. And Ben Barnicut, this place last year, one step from being on the podium. Well, now you're on the top step, and it doesn't get any better because for the Vassar Sullivan crew, having the Lexus people here for you, you got two wins. Yeah, you know, we've got some seriously uh, important Lexus individuals with us this weekend, and to go and get a double win like that um, in front of them, you know, we couldn't have dreamt of anything more. You know, I'm uh, so, so lucky and fortunate to be <laughs> A part of this Lexus racing Vassar Sullivan team, you know, I get a bit emotional, you know, like obviously it didn't um, <laughs> didn't quite work out for us really. I had a big big lead and then Jack got the <laughs> drive-through penalty for speeding the pits, but that's why I love driving with him. He's, he's in my eyes the best guy here and there's no one else I'd rather drive with and for him to get that win back for us today and this win for the organization's phenomenal and uh, just what we needed for the championship. I'm just so happy. <laughs> you should be emotional. That You just won the sale in six hours of the Glen. Not very many people have that on their resume. Now, looking forward, you mentioned the championship. You came in as the points leaders. You're only extending that. What is the secret that's keeping this momentum going? Uh, um, I'd have to say family, you know. We're, 
we're one big unit. Everyone knows their role on the team and we just keep on doing what we do week in, week out. And the 12 guys have deserved that for so long, that win. I'm so happy for them to see that. And, you know, on our side on the 14, we've just kept on killing it. And uh, here we are, winners, extended the championship lead, and we've just got to keep doing what we're doing all the way through to the end and see it out. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, it's a bit of a run down to Victory Circle, so I'll give you a head start, Ben. Congratulations. Thanks, Shay. Thank you. And, and you that, want to talk about consistency. That's 11 yeah. podiums in a row for that duo. Of course, Jack missed some of the races last year. They didn't finish on the podium without him. But you know what? They've done it again. And here I've got Frankie Montecalvo. Frankie, it's been a long time since your last win, Road America 2020. Is there anything better than getting it done here at the six hours? No, it, it feels amazing. I mean, we've the 12 car has been in contention. For, for seasons now, we've just had the worst luck from leading races to getting taken out a couple laps from the end. So it's just, it feels great to do it and to do it with our sister car, you know, in both classes. I really, really hats off to the team. The cars have been great, rolled off the, rolled off the truck fast. So it's, it's, it's I can't, I'm speechless. I, I'm just so happy <laughs> to finally get this win again. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, that's an extraordinary race uh, and I'm, I'm almost left speechless by that because, frankly, if you'd written that as a script, it would have been turned down as being unrealistic. We were talking about this in racing movies last night at dinner. Uh, you start with a yellow flag, you end up with one of the most experienced drivers rolling his car at the end of the race to bring out a yellow flag. I think that the race was, was won, if I'm honest, um, by ear the pass from Jaminet, but then I think more importantly, when Connor had gone wide at, uh, at turn 10, he clearly had a lot of pick up there. There was bits as big as tennis balls out there. And he was trying to clean off the tires down the front straight, but he locked it up again going into turn one. So I'm not sure he would have been able to fight back. But my goodness me, the bits in the middle were fairly enthralling as well, Jeremy. Fan fabulous motor race, absolutely superb motor race. I mean, that was anybody who deserved that victory. Great to see four different manufacturers uh, leading the race, all, all four finishing on the lead lap. Certainly interesting how the number 31 car faded towards the end and the number 60 car. Didn't expect that, to be honest. Didn't take tyres, the 60 car. And we maybe discussed that in Michelin yeah. Post Race Tech. Hashtag Michelin PRT yeah. to at IMSA Radio. We'll, get, we'll uh, hand the PA back to our colleagues shortly. But that, that was an interesting one. They, they did fade at the end. Yeah. And I think we'll find out later probably which tyres people were taking and how they'd work them. But quite clearly, Porsche and BMW did what they needed to do. We said the BMW, Jeremy, had had a step forward. They looked good all weekend, yep. and they very nearly converted that. Yep. Very nearly is not a win, nope. but surely they've got to be taking something out of this and saying, wow, what a step forward we've That'll take a huge amount of this. I mean, that, that was a, a tremendous run for them. Yeah, it'd be heartbreaking to get so, so, so close and not get the win, but look, th this is the first track they've tested at before before they, you know, they're able to come to, other than Daytona, of course. But um, yeah, they, they've learned so much about the car during the test here. They came here and they applied that. That's the key here. They applied all the knowledge they'd gained. Tested and, uh, with all three drivers as well. Yeah. That was the other key drivers, point. Yeah, exactly um, right. Not as if somebody's got to jump in and not know the track right. as well. So right. that I think that was the key. Yeah. Uh, it proper was, preparation. Really, yeah, really pro cool. proper, yeah, proper preparation yeah. um, for for that, for the uh, for the BMWs, and that was uh, was quite. I mean, it was it was absolutely stunning um, for, for both drivers. Sorry, not all three drivers. For both drivers, Tester T, Conor De Filippi, and Nick yeah, Yellen. All four drivers, both cars. Yes, yeah, correct. Really. And the other all car was just drivers, really unlucky. 
Ah, uh, oh. yeah, such a shame for them. Two bullets in the gun might have worked even a little bit better. Yeah. Could have strip split strategy. You Absolutely. never know how that is going to work. Let's get back to Shea Adam, who's trying to find some more uh, victims for us uh, in terms of our other class winners. I found our P3 winners. Gar Robinson, well we talked before the start of this race about the fact that you have an incredible record at this race. You've only extended it a little bit further. And now, all of a sudden, you're a three-time winner of the Salem Six Hours of the Glen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh or, uh, I like to, I mean, it's all of them. So <laughs> we're, uh, I don't even know. I think I'm going back to the Daytona time. I'm, I don't even know what to say. It's, uh, we, <laughs> this was the hardest one, I think, out of all of them. Uh, everyone was on a fuel uh, fuel strategy mode. And, uh, yeah, we just had to keep pushing to the finish. Uh, we had numbers that we had to meet. And uh, Felipe did, Felipe and Josh did an awesome job. Uh I think Felipe had the coolest, uh, one of the coolest passes of the race this week or, or uh, today, and he even even after he got done with it, he he radioed in and he goes bye bye, <laughs> like we all cracked up in the motorhome. But no, it's uh, I I can't be more proud to be a part of this team and for these guys. Uh, this is one of my favorite events, and uh, I I I'm I'm sad to say that there won't be any more in LMP3, but. Uh, we do have all of them in LMP3, so we're uh, we're 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 more than excited, and we'll definitely do definitely probably have uh, some celebration celebrating to do at uh, Seneca. So that sounds appropriate. And hey, next year you get to come back and just try and win in P2. That's that's the plan. Congrats, Gar. Thanks, Jay. Uh, you know, I I never want to hear drivers um, apologize for being uh, emotional and finding it difficult to talk after winning a big race, Jeremy. Whether right. they're pro drivers or non-pro drivers, yeah. I want to hear that it means something to them. And everybody we've spoken to yeah. so far, even the highly professional Nick Tandy, yeah, there was a little wobble in his voice there when he was talking about bringing the trophy home to Felix, who shouldn't be listening now, Felix. So if you are, you should be in bed, please. We only need crowd strike now. Uh, and the APR team, what a couple of weeks it's been for them. A win at Le Mans in the LMP2 AM class uh, and uh, wrapping up the LMP2 victory here in seventh position overall. Jeremy? Uh, big pardon? I, I, I have whatever points. Uh, ah, right. We'll, we'll do that so. in post-race yeah, tech okay, as soon fine. as we've... Uh, heard from George Kurtz from CrowdStrike. What a couple of weeks for the for the man who's been. Well, we talked about it at Le Mans. Here. We said it's taken him ten years to be an overnight sensation. Exactly. Yeah, you're you're an overnight sensation, but it's been a little while coming. George, your last victory was the 12 Hours of Sebring. Now you've got a victory at the Salem Six Hours of the Glen. So you got to keep knocking out these endurance races. And oh yeah, Le Mans a couple weeks ago too. How's it feel to be a six-hour winner? You know, I can check it off the list. It was a fantastic race. Uh, the CrowdStrike APR guys gave us a great car. Team did a fantastic job, no mistakes. And uh, it's been one heck of a month. Let's keep this momentum rolling going forward, though. We still have some big races for you to win in IMSA. We do, we do. And that's the goal is to knock out as many big races. Um, I didn't think I was going to be able to do all of them this year, but it looks like that's going to happen, and I couldn't be more excited. Awesome. We look forward to seeing you back. Great points in the championship, too. There we go. Thanks so much.
Points of the championship uh, and more interviews. Some of your questions as well. Hashtag Michelin PRT. Thanks for being with us wherever you've been watching and listening. XM202 in North America. RS2, part of the Radio Show Limited network of channels. And, of course, on Viaplay Extra and Viaplay, Viaplay Extra in the UK and Viaplay across Europe. Two weeks' time, we'll be back for Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Jeremy Shea and myself, and we'll be taking you through all the action. Stay tuned on RS2 for Michelin Post Race Tech. That comes up next, live from Watkins Glen. What a weekend. What a sail in six hours of the Glen. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.